I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. If you make your way into an elevator today, strike up a convo. Oh, hell no. Today. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> today is uh, National Talk in an Elevator Day. Oh, why would somebody create that? So that... Damn it, Maury could walk into an elevator oh, you're the worst. and weird people out. You're the worst. Here we are at the Hyatt Regency on King celebrating National Talk in an Elevator Day. You know, they do have their ups and downs and elevators really drive me up the wall. <laughs> oh, here we go. Somebody's here. Don't push that button. I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead and push the button. All right, it's National Talk in an Elevator Day. How are you? Well, wow, you never know who you're going to meet in an elevator. Finish the sentence. If I was alone in this elevator, I would... Kiss my wife. Oh. <laughs> All right, guess what color my undies are. What? Uh, black. Blue. All right, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Darth Vader's wife? I didn't know Darth Vader was married. Yeah. Ella. Elevator. Fifteenth <laughs> floor. Going up. Happy National Talking in an Elevator Day. I'm good. Okay. What was the last song you guys sang together? Um, we sang. How does it make you feel when you feel and A ghost rides an elevator to lift his spirits. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Thank Can you and I whistle together? Yeah. <laughs> 16, 15, 14. Is that driving you nuts? Yes, yeah. 13, <laughs> 14. Uh, 16. Is that pissing you off? Yeah, yeah. I, am I a little too close? Yeah, step back. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Guess what color my undies are? I would say red. Blue and red. Blue's my favorite color. Can we make up a song together before you get off? Sure. It's about an elevator, okay? Hey, Mr. Elevator, ooh, 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 ooh. what you doing and where you want me to take you? Oh, I love it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got some Apple reviews to read to you, Roz, and I everybody listening right now. Uh, wherever it is you get your podcast, especially if you get it through Apple Podcasts, you have the ability to leave a rating and or review. And we love reading those and we love reading them to mm-hmm. you. Um, so this one is actually a long one from Doris, who gave us five stars. Thank you, it Doris. Said, I couldn't take it anymore. 
Oh. I had to write a review because you guys are so awesome. Nothing is better than listening to you guys while showering. Well, hello there. Your podcast is like the butter popcorn at the movies. Sure. You don't need the popcorn to enjoy a movie, but it makes the experience so much better. I love Roz and Mocha and find Maury so frustrating. Back to popcorn. <laughs> Roz, you're the popcorn, Mocha's the butter, and oh. Maury is the unpopped kernels. Dot, dot, dot. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, Maury, not everybody loves me, okay? Not everybody loves you. It's the way the world works, okay? Uh, Doris continues by saying, and now Mondays have a new episode too, so that made my life so much better because I was rationing Friday's episodes. You guys are awesome. I can't tell you enough. Your biggest fan, Doris. There you go. So thank you very much, Doris. Uh, we got another review here from somebody who goes by the name of Smooth Cool Dude Number Two. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who Smooth Cool Dude Number One is. It's weird. Uh, five stars again. Man, thank you for that. It says, Yo, Roz, I'm a smooth, cool dude, too. Uh, <laughs> Maury. Okay. I'm... These aren't my words. These are this guy's words. Okay. So, Maury, don't take offense, okay? Do you want to come in and answer for these, Maury? Come on in. You can come in during this. That's fine. All right. Damn it, Maury, everybody. Okay. So, this is from him. These are not our words, yes. okay? Yes. Okay. Because we would never say this to you. <laughs> Maury, you are the dumbest. <laughs> okay? Wow. But. Wow. It's wow. harsh. But. But. Funniest person ever. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you know what? what? Let Maury read it. Show Maury, because <laughs> obviously you can't get the words out. Okay, let, let Maury, let Maury read it. Here. Uh, this part here, Maury, you're the dumbest but funniest person ever, and you look. <laughs> you look what? <laughs> okay. You look what? Okay. okay. Give it you to look Ross. what? You look what? <laughs> <laughs> And you look 50. <laughs> you look 50. I literally do five masks a day. Wow. Uh, Mocha, wow. your lab is infectious. I can't handle it. If you are not listening to this podcast, what the heck are you doing? Go binge it now or something will happen. Oh, you guys are great. Oh, that's a great review. And another one uh, from Jim Bob, Jim Bob Person. <laughs> Uh, five stars again. Wow, thanks, dude. It says, uh, I'm definitely loving the podcast. It just lets me listen whenever, and I love that about the podcast. The Razamoga Show plays on my alarm when I wake up, and I just sit there listening and laughing, and it just puts a smile on my face. So thank you for that. Uh, Mario CP writes, an honest review. That's how it starts. One month ago, I took the leap of a lifetime and moved from the GTA, specifically Bolton, Ontario, to Vancouver, B.C., this podcast makes me feel like I'm still in Toronto while riding the SkyTrain into work every day, and I feel like I have a piece of Toronto with me every day through you guys. And he also left us uh, five stars. That's fantastic. So, and uh, Brayden, Jay, uh, sorry, I Brayden, five stars again. I've been listening to the show for the past 10 years. I'm so happy that the podcasts are available now. I'm always laughing to the point, literally, I'm peeing in my pants and coughing really hard to the point where my coworkers would come by to check to see if I'm okay. <laughs> Keep it up. I love yeah, you. We have one of those in the office here, too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Brayden. Thank you, everyone, for your reviews on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. I Podcast. don't look 50. 
You don't not look 50. Exactly. No, it's what? not. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, you're 50 for sure. Them lungs are like 65. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, again, feel free to leave a, uh, a review and, you know, we'll read them on the uh, on the podcast. By the way, uh, when Mario said he used to listen to the show in, in Toronto when he was here, the Razamoga show airs Monday to Friday, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. So if you are in Toronto and you do listen to the podcast or wherever you are, across the country. You can always log on to our website, kiss925.com, but we are on uh, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Question for you. Because we have so many options now for comedies on television, I find it weird if I see something on a network where there's a laugh track. And I always have. Laugh tracks have always been weird, but they were unavoidable forever because every comedy would have a laugh track on it yeah. until like the office came around kind of thing. And you were like, what? And it was left up to the viewer at home or yeah. wherever you're watching to laugh at something that was funny as opposed to being told that something's funny. And there have been studies done before that tried to determine whether laugh tracks, what their purpose was and whether they made you feel like you were there live or whether they would make an otherwise unfunny joke or a joke that maybe you wouldn't necessarily laugh at uh, more funny. Right. Do laugh tracks make a lame joke more funny? Are you more likely to laugh at a lame joke that has a laugh track on it? Did and you the, need jokes? And the answer to that is yes. Oh. So they did a study and they found that they had the same jokes lined up for a group, two groups of people. Yeah. First group heard the jokes without a laugh track. Second group heard the jokes with a laugh track. When they voted on a score of how funny the jokes were, the jokes... The, that the group was given that had the laugh track scored the jokes much higher than the groups that did not have a laugh track. So, um, Maury, do you have jokes? I have. Do I have jokes? Okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to do the joke with a laugh track and then without a laugh track? Yes. We'll do them. Okay, how many jokes do you have? I have six jokes. You have six jokes. Okay, pick the best three. Okay, I have three jokes. Okay, so we're going to uh, have you deliver the line with a laugh track and then deliver the line without a laugh track. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Was that the joke? You don't need to be the laugh track, Maury. <laughs> no. We, yeah, we have funny. that. We have it already. Okay. 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 Go, go what ahead. U.S. state has the smallest drinks? What U.S. state has the smallest drinks? Minnesota. <laughs> okay. That, that is the worst laugh track ever. <laughs> what U.S. state has the smallest drinks? What Minnesota. State? Yeah. Okay. I'm just so focused on how terrible our laugh track is. Okay, don't focus on that. <laughs> okay, what does a dinosaur use to pay bills? What does a dinosaur use to pay bills? I don't know what. Dinosaurus checks. <laughs> okay, again. <laughs> okay, what does a dinosaur use to pay bills? What? Tyrannosaurus checks. Okay, but the first time you said uh, no, dinosaurs, I screwed, yeah. Yeah. I screwed it up. <laughs> Which one did you screw up? The, the first, first time. Oh, people still laugh though. They still found it funny. <laughs> okay, this is your big finale. Okay. Listen to that. <laughs> I can listen to that all day. <laughs> okay, we need to rec we need. We need to record that and send it to CBS and have them use that on all their yeah, sitcoms. Big time. Okay, here we go. Could you, you imagine somebody told a joke and all you heard was that one wheeze? <laughs> <laughs> <Just. laughs> 
Did you record that? Yeah. Hold okay, on. hold on. Give me your jokes. Maury, give, uh, me, give me your jokes. Give me your jokes. Hold on. Yeah, you isolate the weeds. Okay, I'm going to, I'm Maury, I'm now, you can't do this because we need to use your track, okay? You can turn my mic off. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, so, okay, so I'm going to do, what we're going to do now is, because I, I wasn't happy with our laugh track. So I'm going to do, Maury, all of your jokes. Okay. Okay. I got it. And then we're going to use your laugh track that we just created. Okay, but, but remember to deliver it like a comedian. Thanks, more. <laughs> Mic off, back. please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, what state has the smallest drinks? I don't know what. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you can you do me a favor? Can you yeah. can you do one quick little edit? Yeah. Just give me the wheeze. Oh, just the wheeze. Yeah, okay. Just give me the wheeze. Okay. <laughs> okay, got okay, it. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, what state has the smallest drinks? What? Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do dinosaurs use to pay bills? I don't know. What? Tyrannosaurus checks. <laughs> 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 yeah. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? What? A carrot. <laughs> 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 no, this is a funny joke. Okay. Uh, how do you get a squirrel to like you? How do you get a squirrel to like you? How? Act like a nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're right. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All I have what? in my head is Maury's wheeze. I can't do anything else right now. <laughs> His medical wheeze? <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention that? Yeah, that's Maury's uh, laugh, by the way, if you're just joining us. Uh, Happy to have you. But uh, it's not normal, Maury. I have another... Oh, there's no pill to stop it. <laughs> Hold on here. I have like... Let me see here. I have like... Files with Maury's wheeze. Do you really? Like audio files of uh, the, like previous wheezes. How many wheezes? What? What's that? That last one. Hold on. Here's this last one. It's just not right, man. You ever seen a doctor, Maury? Yeah, has you have has, has like a doctor ever talked to you? Because I know is a wheeze a medical condition? No, but I don't know because you seem like you go real purple in the face when you wheeze, <laughs> right? Oh. And like you start to worry about you. Like as funny as it is, <laughs> what is happening in front? Of <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sounds going on right yeah, now. Listen, these oh, dude, I yeah. have. On my, my like audio archive here, yeah. one file that's 24 seconds, that's all wheezes from Maury. <laughs> Can we hear that whole thing, please? Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you. That came out of your body. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's dying in a fire. Like <laughs> so stupid, guys. Like that's the sound that they play at the beginning to let you know the Hunger Games have started, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like we're supposed to shoot each other with arrows right now. <laughs> Isn't this the thing that kept Will locked up in his playhouse in the in the Upside Down? It's a demigorgon. Isn't that the- <laughs> I actually, I think that's the sound of the mind flare. Should I stay or should I go now? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let's talk here transat real quick. Happy to tell you that they fly to over 60 destinations in 26 countries, including direct flights to 26 destinations in Europe alone. Yeah, that's incredible. I always look for direct flights first. Oh, you know? yeah. Because oftentimes... You know, yeah, you can save a little bit of money on connected flights and everything else. But for me, direct flights, it, it's a game changer when it comes to travel. Like an absolute game changer, yeah, right? Especially with- when you're going to Europe. It's such a long flight. And I don't know, for me at least, when taking flights and not doing direct where you have to do transfers, yeah. there's always that chance that your first flight gets delayed. And then what happens when you get to... The next airport, Domino's, right? Domino's. Like if you, if you told me, like, hey, you want to go to Croatia or hey, you want to go to Portugal, I'd be like, oh, I'd start thinking them, like doing the math in my head of how long it's yes. going to take to get there because I didn't know that you can get direct flights from Air Transat to both Croatia and Portugal as well as Dublin, Italy, Amsterdam, Athens, and Paris. You can check out the full list at AirTransat.com. Air Transat, vacation is calling. All right. Let's take a phone call. Hello? Hello, hello. Is this Julie? Yes. Hi, Julie. It's Ronza Mocha in Toronto. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How's everything in Ottawa? <sighs> Pretty good. Just woke up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll, uh, well, we got your note, and okay. your note says, uh, it's my mom's birthday tomorrow, and I was wondering if you guys could call her to wish her a happy birthday. She is your biggest fan. She's the most caring, <laughs> loving, and selfless person I have ever known. She would lose her mind if she got a phone call from you. So, uh, Julie, you and your mom, what's your mom's name? Janine. Okay, so you and your mom, Janine, listen to us mm-hmm. on... Uh, uh, Kiss 105.3 in Ottawa, correct? We do, yes. Okay. I know she listens to you on 92, uh, 92.5. Oh, okay. Um, I, I listen to you on the podcast all the time. Okay, so where is Janine right now? Uh, she's at home. Okay, you guys don't live in the same house? No, we don't. Okay, would she be awake right now? Yeah, she would be. Okay, cool. So I'm going to lock you in here. How old is how old's okay. your mom? How old's your mom tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? How do you not know your mom's age? I don't know. Okay, I want to say um, 65. Yeah, okay, cool. Girl, she's going to be so pissed at you if she's like... <laughs> no, 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 she'll be cool about it. She'll be cool about it. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, okay. we'll see. So- <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say anything. I have your mom's number here. We're going to call her, okay? Okay, sounds good. Hi, Janine. Oh, my God. Is this Ron Mocha? Yeah. No way. No way. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Janine. It's Ron and Mocha in Toronto. Thank you so much. What's going oh my, on? Oh How are you? I am doing really well. I just started doing my work for the day here. I got all my veils on the table. It's amazing. Wow. 
Uh, what are you going to do to celebrate your birthday? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. I can't think right now. No. Do you think your daughter has anything planned for you, for your for your big day? Uh, I guess she's the one that uh, called you guys, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Julie, yeah. I told uh-huh, you to be quiet. Yeah. Janine, Julie's on the phone. She Clearly, she doesn't Hi, take direction well. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, my God, Julie. We wasn't holding you today. Oh, you're too much. That's why I told you to keep your ringer on today. (laughs) Oh, I had my phone on. I was up early. It's like, okay, I'll put Rosmoke on. And (laughs) yeah, I usually do every morning listening to you guys. Okay. Um, Janine. Yes. Yes. How old are you today? Uh, I'll be 63. Okay. Okay. Janine, can we tell you, we talked to Julie before we called you. And we asked Julie how old. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, Julie, what did, Julie. What did she say? What did she say? Like, Julie, what did, what did, what did said, you say? I said 63. No, you didn't. No, you didn't, you liar. What? No, you oh, didn't. Oh, what did she say? Oh, I said 65. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. She, oh, you guys. My God. I am the youngest 63-year-old you'll ever yeah. find. And she also <laughs> said that you would be cool with her thinking you're 65. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Uh, no way, no way. Oh my gosh. Janine, uh because because you are so special and uh it is your uh it is your birthday. Uh, would you like us to sing you happy birthday? I would absolutely love okay. it. Okay, damn it, Maury, please get in here. Thank you so much. Maury's on his way in. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are the best. Okay, so here we go. This is uh the note to start us off, gentlemen. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Janine. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Janine. We love you. Thank you so much. I love you guys too. Richard, how you doing, man? Hey, not too bad. Yourself? Good. Are we on speakerphone? Uh, no. Oh, okay, good. Where are you right now? Are you hiding? I am hiding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, very. So everybody listening right now, uh, we want you to meet Richard, and this is one of the most incredible FML Fix My Life requests uh, that we've received since we started doing FML. Special edition, in fact. Yes. <laughs> so, Richard, you wrote us this. Uh, Hi, Razamoka. I'm hoping you could fix my life. I'm planning to propose to my girlfriend. Damn. And I thought of a surprise way of doing it. The idea would be for Roz and Mocha to help me with my dilemma on ideas for a proposal. Every day, my girlfriend and I listen to the Roz and Mocha show during our commute downtown together. During the FML segment, I would pull over and receive a live call where I would then propose on air. I know it's a long shot, but I hope we can plan something together to make my proposal that much more special. Okay. So what is your girlfriend's name? Cindy. Cindy, how long have you guys been together? Uh, five years, this July 30th. Okay. Oh, okay, nice. And how long ago did you make up, uh, come to the decision that this is going to be the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with? To be honest, like, it, it happened naturally. So 
um, probably the first few months we started dating and just getting to know each other. And it, it came pretty, pretty quickly, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, my. Now, had you talked about marriage before? We have, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not a big surprise to her, to be honest, but um, she doesn't know how it's going to be happening. So I think that's what excites me the most. What, uh, what makes Cindy so special? Everything. Um, she just makes me a better person every day. And, you know, I just uh, I want to spend the rest of my life with her. Have you thought about what you wanted to say in a proposal? That's what's freaking me out. I've got no idea. Nothing planned. Um, things are going to go with the flow and see what's in my heart. Okay. Now, do you want us to, like, help you out with this? Like, when you guys are in the car, because you're going to leave the house in about 10 minutes. So when we call you back yeah. and you guys are in the car, do you, how do you want us to do this? Like, do you want us to help you out? Or do you want just us in the audience to just sit here and listen to you sort of say your piece? Like, how do you see this going down? I've got, I've got no idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whoa, 10 minutes, man. You got 10 minutes, we got to make this happen in 10 minutes. Yeah. You've been with the girl um, for five I... years. <laughs> it all comes down to this. Come on, man. Yeah, one final moment, I guess. Um, no, I, I think I got it. I think, uh, yeah. like I said, I think I'm just going to pull over to the side and uh, – yeah, to speak from the heart, it's uh, it should come naturally. So yeah, that's the only worried. thing that okay. you could do. To be honest okay. with you, Richard, is just speak from the heart. Whatever comes to your mind, and uh, and and you know she'll she'll love it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if I mess up, it's just live on radio. No yeah. big deal. No problem. No problem. Uh, <laughs> wait, where is Cindy right now? Uh, she's currently getting ready. Okay. She's getting okay. ready. And you're hiding yeah. where? I'm hiding in our uh, second bedroom. Oh, okay. Well, well you, fancy. <laughs> do you think it, like she would find it weird? That she's getting ready, you're in another room secretly talking on the phone? She's got no idea. So okay. she's doing her her okay. thing in the in the yeah. Okay, because normally normally surprise proposals in front of a million people don't go well when the woman <laughs> is already suspectful that you might be having an affair. <laughs> it'll make for a good radio i guess uh, okay so we're gonna we're gonna go let you guys finish getting ready we're gonna call mm. you back in 10 minutes and then that's i guess when the magic's gonna happen it's go right? time richard. it's go time richard's gonna thank you, richard thank wants you. to propose uh to his uh, uh girlfriend cindy uh, live during Razamoka's FML. So that is what's going to happen if you're just tuning in right Razamoka's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Razamoka got you. Hi, Richard. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Where are you right now, Richard? Parked. Okay, you are parked. Uh, is uh, is Cindy there? Yeah, let's go. Hi, Hi Cindy. Cindy. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Cindy, uh, you know that uh, every day on the Roz and Mocha show, we do something called FML, which is Fix My Life. People have problems. What, what is wrong with you? People have problems. They call us with their problem, and we give them some advice. Uh, oftentimes, uh, it helps them out. We've had a lot of great success with, uh, with Fix My Life. So, um, Richard actually called us and wrote us with a Roz and Mocha FML because he needed uh, some life advice and a little bit of help. So what we're going to do right now is instead of us explaining uh, what Richard's uh, FML is, we will have Richard explain it to you. <laughs> this is the, the closest I'm probably going to get to letting the world know how much you mean to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're beautiful inside and out. I love and respect your hard work, your loyalty, and your kindness. We've accomplished so many things together. Uh, we graduated from university together. We brought a home together. I know that our accomplishments will continue to grow for the rest of our lives. All I ever want to do is make you happy. But for right now, Cindy, 
Make me the happiest person in the world. Oh, my God. Will you marry me? Guys, Cindy, what are you feeling right now? I'm so confused. <laughs> he's my daughter because he said he had bad KFC yesterday. <laughs> Where are you guys parked right now? Oh, I've got no idea. She thinks she's going to work right now. We just pulled off to the side. I'm going to work. No, I got you the day off. How'd you get the day off? I spoke to your manager. I'm so confused. Richard has a whole thing planned for you today, Cindy. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> oh my God, you guys are. How did Richard? How did it? How do you? How do you feel? How did it go off? Uh, in terms of like just playing the whole thing, or yeah, man, are you happy with the way it went down? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I caught her. I definitely caught her off guard for uh, sure. You guys are the best. Thank you so oh, much. Oh wait, Cindy, let me ask you this question. Okay. Was Richard acting weird at all today, in your opinion? Yeah. Oh, okay. He got out of bed like four times, and I was like, what's wrong, babe? And he's like, I had bad KFC. And I'm like, oh, that's gross. Hold on a second. And here. he pulled over, and he was like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Hold on. So when Richard early this morning was talking to us on the phone to set all this up, and he went back in the room, he told you that instead of being honest and saying that he was planning this wonderful proposal, he told you he had diarrhea. Smooth move, X Lax. You guys are the best. Uh, Richard and oh, Cindy, uh, thank you so much for letting us be a part of this unbelievably wonderful moment. Um, I think we were all sort of like tearing up. I know I was. It was kind of great. No, thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being such great people and such great fans and uh, all the best to both of you. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much, you. guys. Hey, congratulations, Richard and Cindy. <laughs> we, love we love you. We love you. We love you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Beyonce's trending, and the gift album is trending. Yeah, man. This is the uh, the Lion King. I mean, Lion King is out now, so it's going to destroy the box office this weekend. And we knew that Beyonce was going to be all over, because she's in the movie, she was going to be all over the, uh, the soundtrack. And boy, is she ever. People are freaking out, dude. Freaking out. So is this her album that we got a taste of earlier in the week where it's sort of like inspired by The Lion King? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, okay. And gotcha. when you listen to the album, in between each track, there are like clips from the movie, whether it's like Mufasa speaking. Oh, gotcha. Or That's dope. Simba and Nala. Nala voiced by Beyonce, of course. Scar. The video she released where it's all those dudes wearing pink suits. Yeah. They're the same pink suits we wore in our commercial. You're welcome, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, the same company. You're same, welcome, same, same Beyonce. Company, the same company that did their suits did our suits. <sighs> okay, where do you want to start? Because not only do we have Beyonce yeah. that everyone's freaking out over, yeah. but trending this morning as well, another album that's going to do huge numbers worldwide is Peppa Pig. Okay, let's do a Beyonce, a Peppa, a Beyonce, a Peppa. Okay. Okay. Okay, what do you got? We'll start with uh, one song that like is getting the most 
I think the most amount of tweets right now yeah. is called Brown Skin Girl. Okay. So it's Beyonce, her daughter Blue Ivy is in it. Oh, nice. Sings at the beginning and yeah. at the end and throughout, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I have to listen to the album a little bit more, but this one's called Brown Skin Girl that people are loving. Brown skin girl, your skin looks like pearls. The best thing in the so you can kind of hear Blue Ivy in the background there. It. That's such a nice song, dude. Wait till it kicks in, right here. Okay, right here, right here. Oh. So Wizkid is in this song. Wizkid is in uh, the Drake track. One dance. That's where you know his voice from. Yeah. Oh, don't think I like this. This is great. I'm glad that I'm calming down. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Somebody tweeted and said, Beyonce and Blue Ivy told me my skin is like pearls. The rest of you bitches can't say <laughs> S to me for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. That's beautiful. It's right. beautiful. There's no other. It's there's no other word for. It. I mean, there's a lot of words for it, but it's just beautiful. So on the flip side, yeah, you want to hear uh, Peppa Pig? Oh yeah, a song called what, What's Part, Her Big Track? <laughs> Party Time. Okay. Back to the Lion King Beyonce gift album. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Today what? may be the greatest day in music releases that we've had in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay. What else have we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay-Z's on a track with okay. Beyonce and Childish Gambino. A song is called Mood Forever. I know my enemy pray on me. So pray for me. Tick, tick, wait on it. I'm keeping down my body count. I'm finessing like a trap bounce. A trap bounce, yeah. Cause every day above town is a blessing. I done leveled up now. Pew panoramic. None of my fears can't go where I'm headed. Had to cut them loose. Now I'm loose. Break a living, yeah. I'm about to flood on them. Flood on the center. Somebody tweeted this morning about the Beyonce gift album, Lion King, said Beyonce really took us through all the emotions of the movie. Give her the damn Grammys, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because we got more Peppa. Let me just play a little bit of this Jay-Z part. Wow, dude, the album's so good. All right, you want Peppa Pig now? Yeah, what's this one Okay, called? this one's called Traffic. Okay. <laughs> Heat right there. You know, it's interesting. When we first started listening to the Beyonce, I was like, man, I could just sit with this all weekend. Nothing's going to top this. And then you hear something like Traffic from Peppa Pig. As much as I love that new Beyonce album, yeah, I know with my <laughs> two-year-old at home, oh, yeah. we're going to be... Blasting oh, yeah. Peppa Pig all oh, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna play you one more from the Beyonce. <laughs> okay. From the Beyonce album, the sure. gift, the Lion King one. Uh, let's go with. Be- 
let's say major. Uh, no, let's play. Oh, this one's called Bigger. Okay. People love this one. You better think again. Better wake up because you're part of something way bigger. You're part of something way bigger. Not just a speck in the universe. Not just some words in the Such a beautiful universe. album, though. You are the living word. She has a song on there with Kendrick Lamar. She got a song on there with Major Lazer. Bigger than you, bigger than we. Bigger than the picture they framed us to see, but now we see it. So when you see Beyonce trending this morning, this is why. No, understand the truth about that question in your soul. Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold. Life is your birthright, they hit that. When you see Gift Album trending. That's the name of the Lion King Beyonce inspired album. Alright, we'll end with one more Peppa Pig. <laughs> What's this one? Okay, I'm gonna let you pick between Super Potatoes theme or It's Peppa Pig. Oh, Super Potatoes theme 100%. Fruit and vegetables keep us alive Always remember to eat your five so there you go. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it so all. much music for you this weekend. <laughs> Beyonce and Pepper Pig. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It was in 2017 that uh, that Despacito remix, Louis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber, Spent 16 weeks at number one on the Billboard charts, tying Mariah Carey One Sweet Day, Mariah and Boys to Men. People were not happy about that. And a third song is now currently tied, and it looks like may break that record. I'm talking about Old Town Road with Lil Nas X. And the record is what again? Is 16 weeks. At number one. At number one on the Billboard charts. Okay. So as of... That's a long time, man. Next week... We could have, and it looks like we will have, a new champion. Because since the song debuted, uh, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings, had the number one spot on the Billboard charts for only three weeks. And then in April, Old Town Road from Lil Nas X took over. Right. Hit number one on the charts. And in the past, like, almost 17 weeks now, songs have been released and got close to number one. And a lot of people said, this is going to be the one that takes down Old Town Road. Yeah. And these are all songs that, at best, they got to was number two. Okay. And these are all popular songs that everybody knows, and we play, like, a billion times on KISS 92.5. These were the challengers that lost. So songs that did not make it to number one in trying to take out Old Town Road yeah. from Billboard include peaking at number two, Post Malone. Wow. Wow. Peaking okay. at number two, Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. Peaking at number two, Taylor Swift, Me. This was a song I thought it was going to for sure be number one. Sean Mendez, if I can't have you, couldn't even take out Old Town Road. A no-brainer would have been Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. I don't care. That song peaked at number two. Like, how is this not a number one song, right? 
That's incredible. This could not take out Old Town Road. Taylor Swift, you need to calm down, which I like better than me. This could not make it to number one. Wow. Even wow. Sean Mendez's new song, Senorita. So these are all songs that have peaked at number two, could not take out Old Town Road. Those are monster songs by monster artists. And that's incredible. The record that it's going to break is the song you just heard, Despacito from Louis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber. And a classic from 95, One Sweet Day from Mariah and Boys to Men. Sorry, oh, beautiful song. I've never told you. Mm. Yeah. All I wanted to say. Maury's grooving to this one. And now it's too late to So this is tied you. right now, right? With Old Town Road. Yeah. So what do the Mariah Lambs need to do? Do we need to download One Sweet Day again? It's never going to happen. Nothing is going to beat Old Town Road. It's an anomaly. It's crazy. Listen to that. Man, this is what, back when Mariah sounded good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she still does. But she doesn't. She don't sound, Mariah. We don't need a lamb in the room, Maury. We're already giving her props. Yeah, Mariah don't sound like this no more. But Mariah and Boyce Men have held that title yeah. on Billboard charts since 95 with this song. Old Town Road's a killer. It's just a killer. It's a white walker, for God's sake. It's just an unstoppable force. So many friends we've lost along the way. But next week, Mariah Carey, she's going to be a loser. <laughs> to Lil Nas X and Billy Ray. At 17 weeks, at number wow, one on man. the Billboard charts, there's like nothing that's going to be able to be released over the next three days that will take that title away the Roz and mocha show podcast so damon maury's husband damon matthew is not happy that mariah carey and boys to men one sweet day will no longer have the status of longest number one song in billboard history no <laughs> <laughs> Because they are huge, huge, huge Mariah Carey fans, especially <coughs> Damn It Matthew. So they were having the conversation. Cough, it just choked trying to imitate Matthew. Last night. By now, have you heard of the bad Mariah news? Oh, God. What? Monday, she'll no longer be number one with one sweet day. No, that's not true. Because uh, Old Town Road's going to knock her out. Okay, yeah, keep dreaming. It's true. Okay, well then... Let's go right now. Let's download other songs. Who's in the running? Well, it's just those two. Like, because it's been number one the longest. Yes, because Mariah Carey is and number now, one the longest. Yes, and, and Monday is when Old Town Road will then become longer. I'm not having a f***ing Old Town Road song beat. <laughs> one sweet day, honey. The legendary status of my icon. No. <laughs> Let's see. Who, what, what are the, what's the charts here? And why, what is it? Old Town Road is like the song of the summer. Maury, there's no way I'm letting this happen. No, well, it is. <laughs> this is not happening. Are you prepared to acknowledge the fact that she won't have the longest number one song? She'll have the second number one longest running no, number one no, song. No, no, no. Don't even go there. That song is iconic. 
I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna fly till I can't no more. Some stupid song about a horse is gonna beat my (laughs) queen. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, with everything that shakes the world, right? Where you, you somebody releases a track or. And you just feel like the, the, things just shift for a little while. And Old Town Road is one of those songs that shifted because nobody mm-hmm. thought that it was going to do what it was going to do. Right. And then what you have after that is you have everybody who are like, okay, well, this is now possible. You can be a sort of young black artist who has no history of country or whatever genre that is. And there's an audience for it. And... Little Nas X created that and he fought like hell because remember the country charts didn't want the song on it. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go get Billy Ray Cyrus and everything else. And so he becomes now an, an influencer where people start seeing dollar signs with Little Nas X. But more importantly, other artists who also like country music are now like, I can now do this too. Sure. And I'm in love with this track, which I'm not saying that this could be the next Old Town Road. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it's fun. Okay. It's catchy as hell. And I would listen to this track more than once. Who's it by? So the song is by a guy named Blanco Brown. Okay. Okay. And up to this point, he's like an artist, but he even has said in interviews that he grew up in Georgia, but he grew up a huge Outcast fan, but also a huge Johnny Cash fan. Oh, okay. And up to this point, he's been producing for people. He's produced for Chris Brown. He's produced for a bunch of other artists, but he hasn't sort of dipped his toe into country until now. So this is what Old Town Road does. This is the Old Town Road effect. So let me play you a little bit right now. The song is called The Get Up. Okay. <laughs> I like okay? It already. By Blanco Brown. So here you go. Here's a taste of this. Right now, I just need you to get real loose. <laughs> get comfortable. <laughs> grab your loved ones or grab your love partner. And if you're by yourself, no worries. Just follow after me. Yeah. Gonna do the two step and cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out with <laughs> the hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Don't throw down, take a sip with it. Now lean back, put your hips in it. Let's have some fun. Uh, to the left, to the left now. To the right, to the right. Now take your left hand and put it on your side. <laughs> Gonna roll your shoulders, do the slip and slide. This next part's my favorite part of uh, this time to shine. Gonna do the two step and cowboy. Right? Okay. I'm not gonna lie, this song is pretty fun. It's fun, man. Yeah. It's fun. I can't, and, I can't hate on this song. And we have been dying forever because music changed a few years ago when Sam Smith came out and Ed Sheeran was still doing slow jams where fun was sucked out of pop music. Oh, and then Adele took over. Adele took over. And fun was sucked out of pop music. And I I, I even say Drake is part of that world sure. of fun being sucked out of pop music. 
And it took something like Little Nas X to realize what was missing out of that entire world, which was fun. Whether it was on purpose or not. Yes. And people now are like, what's his name again? This guy, uh, Blanco Brown. Okay. And the song is called? The song's called Get Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Can't mess with true love, bro. No, you can't. Whenever we do these interviews, though, yeah. you always check out and leave me hanging. What are you to, talking like, about? To do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> no, because, no, no, yeah, no, no. no. Whenever no, because we, you sound like you're like real interested in this kind of stuff. To me, the only way to understand uh, these people like this uh-huh. who go you know, viral for these reasons is to actually just have a serious conversation about them because I don't learn anything if I goof on them. Okay, I'm going to try my absolute best. I would appreciate that. Amanda Liberty made headlines all over the world in the last couple of days because Amanda Liberty is set to marry a 91-year-old chandelier, Mm -hmm. like an actual chandelier uh, named Lumiere, okay? okay? The woman is in love. They are engaged. A wedding is happening. Okay, I promise I'm going to take it serious. Thank you. Hi, Amanda. It's Raza Mocha. What's going on? Hello. So, Amanda, you are in love with and engaged to your chandelier named Lumiere, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. How did you and Lumiere meet? Uh, we met on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her uh, listed on eBay uh, and she was in Germany. And I thought, well, there's no way I can get her home because she's too far away. But I just couldn't ignore her. And I managed to uh, speak to the seller and get her uh, sent over here. (laughs) So Lumiere is a uh, woman? Yeah. Really interesting. So when you were on eBay, were you uh, just in general looking for a chandelier for your home? Or were you like looking for... A partner, you were looking for love. I was looking for a chandelier. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, don't be ridiculous. Yeah, Michael. I wasn't necessarily Sorry. looking to buy. I was just looking window shopping. Right. <laughs> is this is Lumiere the first chandelier or sort of object that you collect that you have fallen in love with? No, she's not. I've had not others. Uh, I had the Statue of Liberty before her. Yeah. Uh, Wait, the Statue of Liberty still, in New York? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, but, that's right. But also, I still love, I still love her. You know, I've never fallen out of love with her, but it's difficult to have a relationship because she's so far away. But yeah, I still love her. I'm gonna go and see her in a couple of months. So, oh, so isn't that gonna be weird that? though? Like you broke up with the Statue of Liberty, and now you're like getting together. You're marrying a chandelier. Isn't that gonna be a little bit weird? No, it's no. not gonna be weird. Are you gonna have a conversation with her? Uh, well, no, I don't have conversations like we're talking with my oh, loves, right. you know, because obviously they're Sorry. objects, you know, I realize <laughs> yeah. that, you know, um, Sorry, stupid you know, it's more, more of an energy that I get from them. Are these, you know? are these um, what you would call open relationships then? Um, well, I guess so, you know, I, mean, I don't feel that I need to be committed to just the one, but it doesn't mean like I'm just going out with everything that I see, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very picky, you know. (laughs) So if you could, for people who have not seen you and uh, the chandelier that you're engaged to, Lumiere, could you Mm -hmm. describe Lumiere to people in in sort of your words, what it is about this chandelier that you love and fell in love with immediately? Well, to start with, it was how she looks that I fell in love with her because obviously it was just a picture on eBay, so... 
I didn't really get a lot of energy from her, but I just knew that I I was falling in love with her um, and I had to have her. I mean, it was the way she looks. I mean, she's a very unusual chandelier. I've never seen another one like her, you know, the shapes in her arms and that. She's eight arms and bronze. And where is Lumiere right now? Like, what part of your room or what part of your house? She's in the corner uh, of my living room. She's about five feet away from where I'm sat now. When it comes to sharing a bed, do you share a bed with Lumiere? Because I imagine, like, chandeliers are full of sort of loops and pokey bits. How, what's, <laughs> what's, that, what's that dynamic like when you're sharing a bed with uh, the chandelier? I don't share a bed with Lumiere. I mean, oh. she, she just hangs there in the corner. And, you know, she sleeps in the same room as me, but she's not. She just hangs on her stand, you know. I don't go to bed with her. Okay, so it's not. Uh, it is. It is a bit difficult to go to bed with a chandelier, That's... but it's not. It's not that impossible was? though, because I've had others. You know, I mean, yeah. there's another one that I could look to at night. Um, oh, so you wait another chandelier. Hold on a second here. So yeah. you're you're engaged to Lumiere, but you go to bed mm-hmm. with another chandelier. Yeah, and Lumiere doesn't mind that at all because, I mean, I love all chandeliers. It's not the same as a human relationship. It doesn't have the same boundaries. It doesn't have the same way of working as a human relationship. So it can't be really compared, you know. It's not, you know, because it just doesn't work the same way, you know. To me, when I sleep with another chandelier, it's not that I'm cheating on her. It's like... The, the chandeliers are all part of each other. Um, so is there going to be a wedding, and how does your family feel about this? Uh, well, it wouldn't be a wedding. It's more a commitment ceremony. Uh, with my family, they're accepting of me. They don't really understand how it works, <laughs> just like most people, so that's fine. How did you explain this to your mom? Uh, well, I explained it to her years and years ago, back when I first started to realize that I was loving an object, which was a drum kit. So your first your first love was a drum kit, and then eventually yeah. Statue of Liberty, and now we wind up uh, the engagement to uh, to Lumiere. Yeah. Oh, I think I have, a, yeah. I, I have a very important question about the chandelier. Light bulbs or candles? <laughs> well, it, depend, it depends, really. She, uh, Lumiere takes uh, bulbs, rather, because she's electrifying. Oh, yeah. I have got candle chandeliers as well, though. Uh, Amanda, Amanda Liberty, you are engaged to your chandelier, which you met on eBay eBay. Most people mm-hmm. meet on Tinder. You met on eBay. That's um, right. Congratulations! Uh-huh. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like you're you're hurting anybody. Uh, it sounds like no. you you make the world a little bit more interesting for people. Oh <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Sounds like your heart's in the right place. So I I think that I speak for all of us when we say good luck with the relationship. Congratulations on the engagement, and just watch out for the pokey parts. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I will do. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye, bye, love. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Would it surprise you if I read this headline, Roz? Toronto has more construction cranes than anywhere else in North America right now. No, it wouldn't. And I don't think this is the first time either. It happened back in January as well. But there's. Like a crane index, which counts the number of construction cranes active in 13 major cities across Canada and the U.S. And here we go. So, Toronto. 120 (laughs) cranes right now, okay? Compare that to New York, 27. 
Washington, 28. Chicago, 27. L.A., 49. San Francisco, 23. Seattle, 49. But in Toronto, active cranes right now that are putting up whether hotels, anything, everything, 120. 120, dude. Yeah, we're building more condos than anybody. That's the difference. I mean, in, in New York, they just don't have the space. No, right? not at all. So you're tearing something down or adding on top of something, whatever. There's four right around my building right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, I knew construction was nuts in the city. I just <sighs> didn't know, like, I never thought, let me count all these cranes. No. Show me them cranes. Yeah, there's a lot of people. And I was on the DVP yesterday, and even on a Sunday, and it was like 8.30 at night, man. And even on a Sunday, those lane closures were a nightmare. Yeah. 8.30 on a Sunday, those yeah. lane closures were a nightmare. There's another one starting. Going um, like 20 or 30 clicks an hour. Oh. And Richmond is closing as of today. Richmond from, between what and what? Between Spadina and Bathurst to replace a 128-year-old water main. Oh, God, this city. I know. The city. It hurts. It breaks my heart. Can I ask you a crane question? I've yeah. always wondered this. Yeah. When they put a crane in where they're building the building, yeah. and then they build all the way up, Yeah. And then they remove the crane. Is there still a piece? Because they pour concrete. Is there still a piece of crane that's in every building that's sort of like left behind? No, but there is. There's a building down on Esplanade. And it's it's kind of this blue thing that has a curved side on it. Okay, the L right? Tower? No, it's like it's like a condo. And forever after they finished it, there was like this weird elevator thing that was on the side of it. And it was on the side of it for like a year. Okay. And the story I heard... What was it for? Construction? Like just bringing... It, it was originally for material? construction. Okay. But the story that I heard was the reason it was up there so long after the fact was because they couldn't get it down. Oh, Oh, geez. at all? Yeah. Like there was there was sort of no... It was stuck. There was no safe way to... Like they, they, did, they couldn't get the sort of tower elevator on the outside of the building that they built off the building without compromising something. That's why it was on there. Like it, this, this building was done. People were living in it. And this big, ugly scaffolding elevator was on the side of that building forever. Not like being well, used. Not being but used. But how do they not like plan well around over that? A year. Like, Who knows? I don't know. It's an engineering that, thing. I'm no engineer. Or was it just like a mistake? They were like, oh crap. I'm guessing it was... We forgot to put the thing in the thing yeah, that makes that was, thing... <laughs> yeah, it was some sort of... For us mistake. to be able to, to take it apart. Yeah, it was some sort of mistake. Yeah. Like and somebody I, screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it still there? No. Or do they get build around it? That's what I would have done. Just like encase it in concrete? Or just leave it and say it's art. Yeah, or just, yeah, exactly. Or like have your Nana knit something that just sits over it, right? Giant sweater. (laughs) My grandmother, for some reason, my grandmother thought toilet paper on its own was ugly and and everything needed to have a a cozy on it. In Uh, the bathroom at my grandmother's house, uh, she would take dolls Right, okay. like a, like a like a three quarter size Barbie, like a doll that was about six inches tall, yeah. right, with skinny little legs, and she used to n- crochet these dolls ball dresses, like these big giant gowns out of crochet, and then the toilet paper would sit on the back of the toilet, 
upwards, right? She would take the doll's feet and put it down through the hole of the toilet paper and take the dress and drape it over the toilet paper. So when you needed squares, you had to lift the dress? No, no, no. This was like the reserve toilet paper. Oh. So the extra toilet paper. And she would have them all over the bathroom. So you, they would have these dolls with these, these weird big, little dolls? These dolls with these big giant ball gowns. And the ball gowns were actually covering rolls of toilet paper. Dude, can I tell you? That's as a lot of work. Okay, as you're describing this. Yeah. I have visions in my mind, either at my parent, like growing up, yeah, or like an aunt's house. The exact same thing, yeah. That and it was sitting on the back of the toilet. Yeah, it was a doll in toilet paper with a big oh my dress, God, dude, that covered I'm the toilet all paper. These flashbacks now. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was at my house. Yeah, but like if there was something you found unsightly, your nana would just crochet something to cover it. Wait, did she crochet that? Or was there a market where you could Sorry, buy what? these? Did she what? Did she what? Crochet it? Yeah. Did she crochet it? No, she made she... it all. She made it all. So your mom or your grandmother and yeah. Mocha's grandmother both yeah. crocheted? Somebody in my family. It was either yeah. at my place or yeah. like my aunt's. But as you're describing it, it, I'm, I'm sure there's pictures of it. I'm sure there's pictures what would you of Google, it. Google though. Dolls research? with toilet papers under the skirt. Yeah. No, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Not on a work computer, you nuts. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, can you go back and explain that toilet paper um, okay. doll thing? Yes. Again, because we're getting a bunch of texts that I want to read to you uh, at Kiss Nine. Or sorry, nine two five triple five. Okay, so when I was growing up, and I don't know what the sort of philosophy behind it was, but my grandmother used to just, if anything was sort of unsightly or needed to be altered in any way or made presentable, she would crochet something for it. And and the most iconic example of that was you would go into her bathroom and toilet paper, not the toilet paper on the roll, but like the extra toilet paper, the extra roll of toilet paper that you would keep on the back of the toilet. She would have a doll that stood inside the toilet paper roll and then she would crochet dresses for them like big giant ball gowns that would then go over top of the roll of toilet paper so it just looked like a doll in a really big dress so you wouldn't have to see the toilet paper and she had a half dozen of these things in the bathroom so i was as you're describing that i'm having flashbacks and it's either in my house or like one of my aunt's houses or maybe both. Yeah. Because I'm starting to remember what these look like. And we're getting all these texts at 925 <laughs> Somebody wrote and said, OMG, I had those toilet paper covers growing up in my house, except it was a rabbit in a dress. <laughs> Somebody else said, my grandma did the same thing. Another person wrote and said, my mother knitted things for everything, even tampons and cigarettes. <laughs> My nanny what used to do the same thing. What are you going to knit for a cigarette? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, maybe a case. Maybe a case, maybe yeah. Like a, like a fancy soft uh, case. Nikki texted and said, my nanny uh, used to make them and give them out as gifts. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody was very happy to have one of these. Another person wrote and said, uh, my Italian great-grandmother did the same thing with these dolls. Yeah, so, dude, I'm telling you. Your nana's not the only one. I'm telling you, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So... Sean Mendez was meeting fans at a pre-concert Q&A and one fan walked up to him and came out to him saying that she was bi and that she hasn't told anybody until that moment and her request to Sean Mendez was because her parents were strict was that if he could 
make a video to her parents telling them that she's coming out as bi. So here's that exchange. Parents are kind of like very strict. Yeah. And I don't know how to tell them. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could just do a little video like, hey, I Lydia's parents. This is what I want to tell you. Your parents are your parents. They're going to love you no matter what you say, no matter how you say it, no matter how you look when you say it at any time of the day. Nothing I say is going to mean anything that is even close to what you say it means to them, okay? They're, you're their world. I, I cannot possibly come close to the amount of joy and happiness that they're going to feel when they find out that you're telling them your truth and you're honest. And don't ask me to do that. And I would if I, if I thought that it was a better thing to do, but I know in my heart it's not. Okay, so fairly solid answer. answer. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, I agree with them. There's some there's some presumptions in there, but we'll let that go. But people were really split on how he reacted to that, and that this is the shocking part. Really? Yeah. Like there was a lot of people saying, "Of course he did the right thing. This is yeah. not how you do this, and why? And 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 you don't even really want to." him to do it to help you you're doing it for clout and uh, you, you're gonna have this great story cloud chaser. are you yeah. kidding me so but then they have these people let me read you some of these okay i was like hey maury see if you can find like a couple of people who were pissed at sean mendez and th- there's a long list of people that are pissed really? at sean mendez it is his responsibility, quote unquote. He's a celebrity that people look up to, and that comes with the responsibility to help the people that made you famous in the first place. Uh, I don't think so. Kind of uncomfortable that he assumes everyone's parents are okay with their kids being gay. Peppa Pig would have helped her, one person writes. Because they put 100% of their love into him and seek his acceptance and feel safe going to him, and then he pulls that? Get out of here. He doesn't have to, but it would be nice considering he claims to be an ally. Jeez. What a dodge, another person writes. Sean is wrong. For someone with his power to take a few minutes out of his time to help someone who has supported him in what most stars should do and would do, Madonna would, Adele would, McCartney would, Elton would, Miley would, the list is endless. What a blunder on his part. Oh, please. So people went in on Sean Mendez. I'm on the other side. I don't agree with any of them whatsoever. I think Sean Mendez did the right thing. And uh, so the girl responded, and I guess the response comes in part from, one, which I guess it kind of went viral, but two, because a lot of people were going in on Sean Mendez for this. Okay, so I just woke up, um, and I saw that the video of my question to Sean like kind of blew up, I don't know. But I just wanted to say, for all those people thinking that I was embarrassed, I wasn't embarrassed. If anything, it made me realize that it's something I need to do. It's something I need to say to my parents myself. It's not something I need Sean to say. It's not something I need anybody else to say. It's something I need to do myself. And hearing that from him made me, like, helped me realize that. So I don't care that he said, I'm not going to do that. In fact, that actually made me happy. Like, a little tiny part of me was like, oh, thank God he's not going to do it. But that's because I get to tell my parents my truth myself. And that's because Sean encouraged me enough to do that. So you don't need to say that I was embarrassed. I wasn't. And I still freaking love that man with my whole ass heart. (laughs) Right? Like, 
Shawn Mendes did nothing wrong, in my no, opinion, uh, whatsoever. And it's no. not, I don't think at least, it's his responsibility in that moment, or at all, to be doing a video. Because that girl literally wanted the video so she can have it saying, hey, look at this cool video I have of Shawn yeah, Mendes telling my I parents know, that. I know. It's tough, man. I'm People bisexual or whatever. Just go in on everybody for every single thing. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's maddening to me. Everything. There's nothing you can do that a group of people are not going to go in on you for. Nothing. Zero. Well, shout out to Sean Mendes. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Have time quickly to uh, talk about the Top Gun trailer? Yeah. Okay. So Tom Cruise has dropped this at Comic Con yesterday, and it looks awesome. I think you have a clip there. So it's Ed Harris who sort of starts narrating the trailer for the film, and he's talking about Maverick, Tom Cruise's character. 30-plus years of service, combat medals, citations, only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. Yet you can't get a promotion, you won't retire. Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are, Captain. What is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. Right? Listen, yeah. He didn't pick the captain life. The captain life picked him. Yeah, and it looks really, for life. It looks really, really good. Like, yeah. and I know it's Top Gun and everything else, but they they do so much fantastic um, tribute to the original. There's that one quick scene where you see a guy who's the hot guy in the movie. Is it the guy from This Is Us? Who's the, who's the new hot young guy in, in Top Gun? Let me Gun? check. I haven't seen it. Yeah, there's a new hot young guy. With, he's got like the blonde military haircut, everything else. Oh, of course. And because there's one scene of where they're on the beach, shirtless, playing beach volleyball. No, come yeah, on. And then there's another scene where there's a bunch of guys all crowded around a piano yeah. where they're all singing. Presumably, you've lost that love and feeling. There's a scene in it where Tom Cruise like whips off a tarp off his old motorcycle, like, like off his old ninja or whatever he was driving <laughs> back in the day. And then there's another scene where he's on the he's on the runway racing the jet like he did in the first oh, one. No way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then they get to all of the all of the shots and the footage of the jets actually flying around and it looks so incredible. Maury, who's the hot guy? Uh, you know Tom Cruise. What's his name? Uh, you know Tom Cruise did all of his own stunts. Like if he's doing all of his own stunts, majority of them yeah. in Mission Impossible, he's doing them in Top Gun. Too. And what I was wondering is did this crazy SOB learn how to fly a jet for this movie. Because I bet yes. he did. I'm going to say yes. Of I course. bet he did. Of I don't course. think they let him fly it alone, but I bet you Tom Cruise right now knows how to fly jet. Yeah, for sure. Who's the hot guy? What's Powell name? something. What? What's his name? It's either uh, Glenn Powell. Yeah, who's Glenn Powell? He's not from This Is Us. No, who is he then? Dude, hold on. Let me just Google him real quick. Glenn Jeez. Powell. Oh, this guy? Yeah. Dude, you would know him. Remember Chad from Scream Queens? That's who it is. The, the <laughs> That's who it is. Chad Chadwell or whatever yes! his name was, right? I love that guy. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, you've reached the Roz and Mocha Show. This is Roz and Mocha. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you today? 
I'm good. I'm so happy I got through. Oh, well, we're happy that you got through as well. What's your name? Uh, my name is Celeste. Celeste. What can we do for you today? Uh, well, I just want to say hi, and uh, I wanted to say hi to my mom through the radio, because I know that she's listening right now, too. Oh, and where's I she at? Uh, she's, uh, she works somewhere in Mississauga, mm-hmm. but I haven't been home for about a month or so, so I thought it'd be cute if she heard me say hi to her through the radio. Oh, what do you mean you haven't been home in a month? Like, you haven't visited her, or are you just, like, you live at home and you've just been out? So, I've been living with my boyfriend for the past few weeks because, um, where I do live, like, home-wise, like, with my parents, is way too far from where I work. Mm. And he lives closer, so it's been easier gas-wise and all that stuff for me to be staying with him for gotcha. a while. And how is it living with your boyfriend? Is this the first time that you've actually, like, lived live there? Like, you've probably hung out there, maybe spent a night or two, but is this the first time, like, long-term that you're staying with him? Um, it is, and it isn't. Like, this, since we started dating, it just kind of slowly moved itself into this way. Like, I've already had... Um, an overnight bag there, like all my stuff is there, my clothes, my makeup, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So yeah, it just feels weird not going home because I work seven days a week. I have two jobs. Oh damn! Yeah. So um, like, I miss my cat. <laughs> to be honest, I really miss my cat. So why don't you just like permanently move in with your boyfriend? Um, I can't afford it. Um, so I'm hoping that with the two jobs I have now, I'll be able to save up enough to be able to start helping my friend, and then I can quote-unquote, officially move in with him. Like, right now we say I'm living with him anyway, Yeah. but I don't contribute to the rent yet. Like, I help with the groceries and the cleaning and stuff, Yeah. but I don't contribute to rent, and I don't think that's fair yet, so. Yeah, fair enough. That's all right, though. You seem like you know what you want. Yeah, no, I mean, working the seven days a week and just a lot, because I have two different jobs, and one during the day all the time. I'm a summer camp counselor for a theater camp, and then... At night and weekends, I work at a um, escape room. Oh yeah! Oh, an escape room! Wow! How many times during your uh, your daily or nightly job at the escape room do you have to help people get out because they can't figure it out in the time given? Honestly, it happens more often than not needing to help people get out. <laughs> oh really? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what happens? Like the time just runs out, and then they ask for help, and you have to go in and open the door. Yeah. So usually, what happens? I try to avoid it getting to that point because I want the customers to get to experience the whole room is that if they're taking longer than 10 minutes to understand a puzzle, I jump in and I say, hey guys, do you want to hit this this time? And usually they say no, but they know that if I say that, I'm telling them they need to pick up the pace. Ah, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, yeah. we got another party yeah. coming in here in 10 minutes. Yeah, let me tell you, there's nothing worse than being in an escape room where somebody comes in and tells you to hurry along. <laughs> like, you, like, what do you think? Like, um, you think I'm hanging in here? It defeats the whole purpose. Like, there's terrifying. <laughs> there's like, uh, uh, like like a crib in the room and there's fake blood everywhere and you think I want to spend more time in here <laughs> than necessary. Are you talking about the room Charlotte? Like, did you do that one with the crib? Oh, I've done a bunch of escape rooms, but probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just making that one up. No, and then one time I went in an escape room, I'll tell you the other thing, was that they give you, they when you, right before you walk in, they give you a flashlight. Yeah. And uh, you're going to need the flashlight to help you figure some things out because it's real dark in there. But I got a flashlight 
and I turned it on and it was like a tiny, 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 tiny little light. <laughs> like it was a tiny little light. And I was like, you SOVs, right? So I try and fight my way through this room in an escape room with a friend of mine yeah. uh, with this tiny, tiny, tiny little flashlight. And we get like, we're in there a good, I don't know, 15 minutes. And then we need, we need help with something because we can't figure it out. And then the person comes in, they look at my flashlight, they go, what'd you do? And I go, I didn't do anything. And they go, oh, the batteries must be low. And then he hands me like a regular flashlight. Oh, no. I thought it was part of the gimmick. <laughs> it's just right? a rundown flashlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Celeste, it was wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank, Thank you, you so for calling much. in. Shout out to your mom. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, Mocha. Oh, yeah, great. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to your mom for us. I will. Thank you. Bye. Take care. I love you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me read this to you. Uh, the parents of a newborn have been flooded with attention, not only because they have a new baby girl, uh, but because of when the baby girl was born. Oh. Her name is Jamie Brown. She was born on July 11th at 7.11 p.m. Seventh month, 11th day at 7.11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Weighing seven Shut pounds, up. 11 ounces. This kid better get like special treatment, man. 7 Eleven not yeah. only sent them a gift basket uh-huh. full of stuff, but also 7111 dollars <laughs> to go to the baby's college fund. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say Slurpees and I was going to no. have to start making diabetes jokes. Oh, no. Come on, oh. man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they gave the kid 711 coupons for oh Slurpees. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Wow. How much did they get for the college fund? $7,111. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. And you know, this is all just because social media, right? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, though. So born on 7-Eleven. Yes. At 7-Eleven p.m. At 7-Eleven p.m. Weighing, weighing seven pounds and 11 ounces. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's, it's almost deliberate. Well, like you they know? waited? Like she waited? Yeah. Yeah. Or like they, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's almost deliberate. It's like when it was, you know, it's it was 7-11 the day. And then when they got to like 7.02 p.m., it's the kind of thing where, you know. They're like, well, we're close. He just starts tickling her and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to induce labor or whatever you do. I don't know how to induce labor. I imagine tickling works. I never tried it. <laughs> But that's far too coincidental to me. See, when I, I'm Cruz, very like I'm very like I, I'm I'm super skeptical over 7-Eleven at 7-Eleven weighing 7-Eleven. When our son Cruz, uh, before his arrival, yeah, the due date originally was May fourth, Star Wars Day. Yes, yes. So when Jenna started feeling that he was on the way on April twenty fourth. I was like, okay, well, like how, <laughs> like how real, real is this right now? Yeah. Like the pain. Yeah. You think is it like it'll go away <laughs> and like we, you can keep it in there until yeah. May 4th? That's a, like, that's not, you're not. I, you, I wanted that Star Wars baby. Like, geez, you're not asking her to keep it in for like, can you maybe wait till tomorrow? You're at like almost two weeks at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, is it like, maybe it was something bad that you had last night to eat yeah. and it's just heartburn. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's two in there. Don't even say right? that. Don't joke. <laughs> Please don't joke with that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, are these smart diapers a real thing or am I being goofed on right now? What? It's real, Maury? Oh, come on, man. It's real. 
Don't fall for it, people. Okay, hold on here. I don't know about this, man. I watched the uh, the ad for it. I don't know if I could do it. Okay, hold like on. Like my kid's still in diapers now, and uh, okay, all so you do is check every well, now and then. It's 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 so. If it's a real it's, story on CNN. Right. Uh, so here's the uh, here's the ad. Listen to this. Hold on here. Introducing the Lumi by Pampers Connected Baby Care System. A high-definition video monitor and a baby activity sensor work together to show you what you need to know about your baby at a glance. The sensor automatically tracks wet diapers and sleep 24-7. And when you're on the go, real-time tracking helps you know if she needed to go before you unbundle the both of you. The app lets you check in on baby from anywhere. With notifications and background audio, it's the all-in-one system that helps you track your baby's unique feeding, sleep, and diapering routines 24-7. Sounds expensive. Yeah, it really does. Like so diapers- basically, you're just buying the video monitor, but it also comes with that sensor that it looks like uh, it just fits on the, the, the crotch area of the diaper. So, does the sensor come on all the diapers, or do you only get one sensor? No, you and only you have to hope sensor. that your baby doesn't like pull it off. Yeah, so you need. So that's the thing. So you get one sensor, and it sticks on to the diaper. So I don't know if it's battery operated or not. So you have to worry, think about. Uh, so you're putting Wi-Fi a, up by exactly, your baby's stuff. Exactly. Exactly. No, so the signal for no, that little device that no. goes to your phone. Like, I don't want that anywhere near my isn't kid. part of parenting, holding your baby up and smelling and knowing when it's time? And isn't that just part of the experience? Yeah, and like, you know, while yeah. most diapers now, they got the the line on the front of the diaper that turns blue when a pee happens. Also, just check on your child every and now and then. And also, just check on your child. Just look at the diaper. Yeah, like right? just, yeah. And check, sometimes you could just feel it. Like, check on your kid. The front of the diaper. Ew. Get, what? Ew, what? You can, what, like, Maury? It gets mushy. No, so, like the front of the diaper, like puffs up a bit. So, so the line of diapers change. will track a child's urine, but not bowel movements. Yeah. Just, it will track sleep. It, I wouldn't. So Huggies, so this is Pampers, and then Huggies last year debuted a similar concept in Korea, allowing parents to receive text alerts when their child no. pooped. No. Just check on your baby, man. Yeah. Like, this is just a way, it's another way for you to shirk responsibility and have tech take over the things that you should yeah, be doing do as that. a person. How far away are you if your, like, diaper needs to text you? Shouldn't you just be, like, right there anyway? But maybe if, like, the kid's lying down, I don't, I don't or know. Or if the kid's sleeping and does, like, a big poop blowout or something yeah, or a pee. Yeah. Then just get to it in the morning. You know, you know what else happens? The alert that you get when your kid poops is they cry. Yeah. Most times, right? Kids don't like sitting in filth. Well, some kids like sitting in filth. (laughs) But most, most kids, the alert that you're going to get from the kid is that they're going to tell you that they need to be changed. Yeah. Also, check on your child every now and then. The idea that you're sticking a Wi-Fi dongle onto the crotch of your kid's diaper to figure out if if they've peed or not. Like, if this ad came it's out... so wild. This is Black Mirror. On April 1st, I would say a complete April Fool's Day joke, for sure. But I can't, like, 
Please, whatever you do, people, don't. So then are you also going to say that these diapers are going to track data and send it back to the diaper company? Like, is it another way that they're going to just know and spy on us? Well, everything is spying course, on you man. anyway. Everything so is, yeah. it's, it, makes, it makes no difference now. If they, if, they need, if they want the data on how often my baby pees, go for it. If you can use that data somehow, go for it. Who cares? But check on your child. Yeah, if it's a newborn, every ten minutes. There you go. Yeah, all the time. Right? Yeah, you want to know how often my kid pees? Always, yeah. always. They're just always data. whizzing. We just gave it to you for free. Yeah, <laughs> always whizzing. You're welcome, everyone. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You've watched Jersey Shore? You have, right? Shut up. Oh no. Uh, no, man. Yesterday I watched the Robert Mueller thing for about seventeen hours. Oh wow, how lit was that? I don't want to talk about it. I can't answer that right now. I'm going to refer to the document. Is it the document you're talking about? Then I stand by that. It was a whole lot of that. I think they said that like 200 plus times he said that uh, I can't answer that or I don't want to answer that. Also, Trump. There wasn't. Yeah, Trump. That was funny. Do you have that clip where he called him Trump? People love that. (laughs) People went in. (laughs) So let me just say, okay, that you go through all of that yesterday and there was a lot of really passionate people on both sides of the aisle that were making these fantastic points and look just look like really great Americans who just wanted things to be over or to be figured out and they seemed like they had everybody's best interests in mind and then we all watched and we're like oh my god he said Trump well it uh, would be Trump uh, Trump <laughs> that would be Trump we're the problem Trump. we're the problem well it uh, would be Trump uh, Trump <laughs> <laughs> so he tweeted, uh, who's having shrimp for lunch today? <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, you watch a lot of it, and then, uh, no, it was, uh, it was very, it was interesting, all that stuff yesterday, but to me, it really it seemed that he didn't have a great handle on the document itself. No, it's almost like he showed up and winged it. Yeah, it's it's like his people for weeks and weeks were like, hey, man, we got this important thing coming up. Do you want to prep for it? And he was like, nah, I, I got it. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, he's I don't know. He's, he's like the, the good looking kid in grade nine that did a group project and he didn't do any of the work, but he presented it because he's good looking and the group voted him that, in that job. Oh, wow. And then he got up to the front of the class and he presented it. But then you ask him one question about it and he's like, um, uh, he, he was Zach Morris. Uh, he's Zach Morris, yeah, but only oh, 75 <laughs> years old. Uh, so it was interesting yesterday, though. It was certainly great television. People were people were just lit, man. Like yeah. they were like going in. And my favorite is just like the 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 level of rudeness that you can display in one of those judiciary hearings that you can't really display in uh, in life in life, right? So it, it's my my favorite moments. <laughs> where all the moments where Mueller said that he didn't want to answer something or couldn't answer something. Those were my second favorite moments. My favorite moments were when Mueller started to answer something and they just wouldn't let him. Yeah. Those are my favorite moments because everybody has five minutes, right? You have five minutes to say your piece and to grill the man on all the questions. But a lot of people were asking questions that they already knew the answers to. So they weren't actually expecting an answer. They just needed him to sit there and nod. And the one thing Mueller was doing throughout the entire thing is everybody would have these graphics that they would put up with quotes from the report. And they would say, okay, so this quote from the report, do you see that, Mr. Mueller? And he's like, yeah, I see that. And they were like, can you read that? And he's like, I can read that. 
They were like, can you read that out loud? And he's like, no, but you can. Because oh. he didn't want to be a soundbite, right? He gave them no, there was no Mueller quoting his own report out of the entire eight hours that he was there because that's what they would replay over and over again. So anytime somebody asked him to read something from the report, he was like, I'm not going to read that, but you can. Yeah, not fam, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> you do it. Yeah, we're good, man. Yeah, go ahead. But he did give us this. Well, it uh, would be Trim, uh, Trump. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Ron Samoka. Oh my God, no way. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I'm at work. Oh, you're at work right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, because you texted saying that you listen to I our did. show and uh, I do. on your drive home from a night shift. Yes, so that I will assume... be at 7.15. <laughs> oh, it's 7.15, because I assume yeah, you're no, already okay, done. Though. Oh, okay. No, not yet. Um, What do you do for a living? I'm a nurse. Okay, what's your name? Julia. Julia. Okay, well, we just wanted yeah. to call to say hi. Oh, my God, hi. <laughs> I'm, like, freaking out. We wanted to say thank you very much for listening. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed with you guys. Yeah, no. do you listen to our podcast? I do. I've been, like, trying to binge the podcast since, like, March. Oh, wow. Hey, did you know that we now have a podcast on Mondays and Fridays? No, I did not. Yeah. Oh, my God, okay. All right. God, that gives me so much more to listen to now. I've been, like, I... Because, like, my schedule's weird. I do, like, four on, five off. So uh -huh. I try and listen to you guys, like, on my drive to work. And uh -huh. I got my sister, like, hooked on you guys, too. Oh, nice. Four on, five yeah. off. That sounds... So four days you're working and then you get five days off, but you work overnights, yeah. right? I do, yeah. yeah. So I do, like, two day shifts and then two night shifts. And when you yeah. work overnights, the thing that I know about working overnights when I used to do 12-hour shifts when I was younger mm -hmm. in a factory yeah. is that four days, you need, coming off overnights, you need that extra day. Basically, your first day off is just a recovery day to switch your body back to regular human time. Uh, yeah, 100%. Right? So wow. you're, you basically work four days at work, and then one day you're dead, and then you get four yeah. days off. Hold on a second, though. Yeah. Julia? Yes. Outside of working as a nurse overnight at a hospital, do you have a family at home as well? I uh, I just got engaged for oh, nice. my fiance. Congratulations. Yeah. And what, what does he do? Does he have crazy he's hours a nurse too? As well. Oh, he's a nurse yeah. as well, huh? Is, yeah. that, is that where you guys met? Was it like Grey's Anatomy? No, unfortunately not. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, we actually went to high school together, so we've been together for a bit. Oh, it's not, oh that's super cute. Oh, it's not like somebody yeah. came. It's not like somebody came in and you both rushed over and his chest was open and you both reached in simultaneously and put your hand on another human being's heart and then looked at each other in the eyes and realized this was this. <laughs> no. Oh. And then immediately to the broom closet. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> we met in school. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, good old high school. Yeah. Nothing, nothing eventful. No, uh, well, great. Julia, uh, thank you very much for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. Oh, you're welcome, of course. Enjoy the rest of your day at work. I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah, and exactly. between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, God. I knew this was going to happen. Um, okay. I've actually thought about this, like, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, my favorite's Roz. Yes. Just yeah. <laughs> Just because I think he's like such a savage. Oh, like his wow. comebacks are like yeah. You like him because he's like, mean. <laughs> All right, that's cool. You can take that win, Ross. <laughs> Wow. Just leave it at, just say my name and hang up the phone, right? If anybody, when Mocha asks anybody, and this is just for you too, Julie, and everybody else, okay? If Mocha asks, who's your favorite between Roz and Mocha? And if your answer is Roz, just say Roz and hang up immediately. Okay. Okay? Don't like, don't try and explain why, because when everybody explains 
why um, I wind up somehow looking more terrible than I do on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Love you lots. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hey, Crystal, how you doing? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. All right. Let's try to fix your damn life, girl. Uh, Crystal, you write, it says, Ron Zamoka fixed my life. I'm trying to move out of my parents' house to be closer to school. I don't know how to tell my parents because they really want me to stay home until I finish university. I feel like I need to be more independent. And in order to do that, I need to move out. Wow. So how far is university from where you live right now? Um, across the city. Across the city. Okay. Yeah. So, so not, not far. Who's going to be paying for you when you move out? I will. You will. How are you getting that money? Um, I currently have a job. Okay. Have you been saving already in preparation for all this? Yeah, I have been. Yeah? I have been. And you have enough for, like, what's the, what's the plan? You're looking to rent uh, somewhere close to the university? Are you looking to rent... With other people? Are you going to live solo? I've already found somewhere. Okay. Right with a few of my friends. So you're going to be moving in with a few yeah. gr- with a few girlfriends or a boyfriend? A few friends from university. Uh, parents want to keep kids in the house for a couple of different reasons. I found uh, one is they just have a fear, you know, that you're 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 not done yet. You know, you're not done with the raising. You haven't learned everything you need to learn from them. Yeah. And the and the other is a control thing. And a lot of parents, you know, really manipulate and control their kids, even though their hearts are in the right places. A lot of parents are master controllers and manipulators. And it's hard when you're at a point like you're 19 and you want to move out. Now, what are your reasons for wanting to move out? Well, one, to be closer to school because it is across the city and I do have like a few like 8.30 a.m. classes. How long does it take you? How long does it take you to get there? Probably about two hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So have you weighed price point as in it's going to cost me this much to rent a place with my friends, plus I got to pitch in for food and this and that versus how much it's going to cost to either take a go bus or go train from your parents' place into the city? I have. If I do stay, I feel like I'm just going to be very dependent on them, like that maturity, like how they see me in their eyes, won't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm 19. But okay, hold on, wait, wait. Okay, what do you? Uh, what year are you in university right now? I'm going into my second year. You're going into your second year. Second. Is there a chance that you were with your friends year one, kind of like partying it up, doing the the young university life thing? in the city for your first year and you want to experience a little bit more of that, but because you live two hours away from where everyone is hanging out, socializing and partying, that is playing into your decision of wanting to move downtown or closer Uh, to university? Surprisingly, that that wasn't my lifestyle. I was just like work, school, study, like and the occasion like, oh, I'll go hang out with my friends. I think that if you're going to tell your if you're going to tell your parents, the best thing to do is one day you have to have a plan. Okay, yeah. so your your parents your, your parents are going to come at you with a lot of questions, right? So I'll ask a couple of the questions that you know your your parents may ask you. Okay, so you want to move out right now so you can go to school, so you can be closer to school. So what happens at the end of the school year? Well, I will work during the no, school year. And I will come no, where are you, where are you going to live? I'll stay there. Like I'll still be in the city. So, so what happens? Have you? What? Where are? You, are so the three people that you're living with are they also going to stay there? 
Uh, yep. And you trust you trust them enough that they're not going to go get a boyfriend and go and move in with them, and then suddenly you're stuck paying more rent than you can afford. Yeah, I trust them enough. Uh, and then, so what's your plan after that? I mean, continue to live there until I finish school, and then from there we can kind of bridge out to see what are my options. I just feel like it's the best option for me at the moment. Okay, so right now what you're telling me, and I'm being your dad right now, okay? So right now what you're telling me is you don't want to move out for school. What you're telling me right now at this point is that you are moving out for good. Yeah, because I feel like if I stay in the house, I'm not going to be as independent as I should be. What, 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 What is your life right now at home that you don't feel independent? So I do live in the basement. I tell them over and over again, let me do my laundry. I'll prepare my own food, and, right? Because I need to do this for myself. Yeah. But they're always in my business. Like, they'll go into my room, <laughs> steal my laundry. Right. Even though I tell them not to. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Okay, here's what I would do. Figure everything, else, uh, figure everything out first. Get the place. Uh, get the agreements with your with your girlfriends. Figure out how you're going to live. Figure out exactly what your budget is. You need to show all that to them when you show up. And the other thing that I would say is that this is one of those rare situations with parents where you don't have to tell them at the same time. Yeah. If you get along better with one parent, tell them first. Maybe they can help you out with the other parent. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Currently at the subway station. Why? I'm currently on my way to meet up with my cousin. But why couldn't you just stop for five minutes and have a conversation with us? Because I'm constantly on the go. Yeah. You know what? I think you you could use another year at home, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to sort your life out, girl. Yeah. No, I'm trying to like find a quiet spot, but, you know, it's Toronto. Yeah, uh, I think that you can go at it with one parent first, and then maybe that parent can help you sort of pave the road with the other parent. Okay. So get your plan together. Because, like, I've hinted to my mom that I've wanted to move out. Yeah. And she didn't sound very happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course not. It's your mom. No, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Crystal. Good luck. Bye-bye. You guys are, like, my favorite radio show. (laughs) Aw, thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. I watched a terrifying movie last night. Called? The Great Hack. (gasps) On Netflix. I just got an... It's so funny you say that. Yeah. I just got a notification this morning on my Netflix. Hey, this is something you may be interested in. Yeah. So I added it to my list. It's all about Cambridge Analytica, which was, if you remember from last year, like early 2018, it's when all the, the newspaper articles came out, all the investigators sort of released their story. There's one main woman reporter uh, who did it for The Guardian. And it was Cambridge Analytica were was the firm that was hired by the people who were behind Brexit. Mm-hmm. And then they ran Ted Cruz's campaign for, I think, either the nomination or for governor, whatever he was doing. Then they ran, they were working with Trump during the presidential run. And they're the ones who gathered all of your information from your Facebook profile. And then they targeted everyone with very specific ads and propaganda and everything else to change people's minds about certain things. And what they were, what they were saying was that they had through Facebook, they had 5,000 pieces of information about every single person in America. 
Oh my god. 5,000 5, pieces of 5,000 pieces of data for every single person in America and it was all based on remember when all those quizzes would come around and everybody would oh, send it to you? Yeah. So that's how it all starts. And as soon as you fill out that quiz, are you an emotional person? Uh, how often do you cry? What's your favorite movie? Which way do you which way do you vote? You know, um, do you have a mother? Do that's you, how all, all those things. But because the of these but because this is the scary part. Because of the privacy rules within Facebook and the platform and these third-party apps, the problem was I didn't have to fill it out. What do you mean? If you filled it out Uh and you are friends with me, they had access to not only your info but my info. So what they said was... I screwed it up for everybody else. They said that they could gather the information out of most Americans by only having a couple thousand people actually yeah. fill out the survey. And then it just goes. Because that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Okay, I'm so sorry, everyone. I've done every survey. Yeah, everybody's connected by those couple thousand people. Wait, like, is it, it's not the surveys where, like, which friend's character is best you. Like All of those things are designed to mine your data and your personality and sell that information. But sometimes we just want to no, know which friends. None of those are for fun. None of those things that showed up on Facebook between 2016 and 2018 were for fun. They were all designed to gather your to gather your information. Gunther, by Every. the way, would be you. <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> Truth. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, yo, Mocha. What? Yo, uh, yo, Roz. Mocha, are you ready? Yo, Roz, yeah. Yo, you ready? Yes. Yo, let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 news break. Well, the big story is that Eddie Murphy is in negotiations with Amazon for a stand-up special. Oh, really? Yeah. For a second, I thought you were going to say Netflix because Netflix. Oh, sorry, is sorry, all sorry, the- sorry, sorry. Netflix. Oh, is it my really? bad. Yeah, I shouldn't have oh. said. I don't know why I said Amazon. I was just reading something else about Amazon. Uh, yeah, Netflix, and they're talking about Eddie getting in and around what they pay their other big name stand-ups, which is somewhere in the seventy million dollar uh, range. Um, 70 mil. Yeah, so Dave Chappelle, if you remember, got 60 mil yeah. for his three stand-up specials back in 2017. Chris Rock got 40 million for two specials. Uh, so they're saying that Eddie could get upwards of 70 mil from Netflix. Uh, Eddie Murphy was on the most recent uh, season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And Seinfeld and Eddie get into it as far as where the hell has he been in the stand-up world? You know that you not doing stand-up drives people crazy. You know that, right? I'm going to do it again. Really? Yeah, I just had to... I have to get up and work. The only way you can get like an act is I got to go to the clubs and work out. I'm going to do that again. You still got to go to the comedy club. Still got to go to... You could have your own club. So you should buy the comic strip and I'll come work out there. (laughs) You want to do that, I'll do it. I'll call it Jerry Seinfeld's comic (laughs) strip. Right, come on now. So, but that's the problem with comedy, right? Is that you can't just write an act and then tape uh, a Netflix special. No, like you have they, these guys all go on the road for a full year. And yeah, they, did, they test they, material. Yeah, they do the they do the act over and over and over again. Like by the time you see them on that Netflix special, that's like the hundredth time they've done that act. Yeah, just now, in the world it, that we live in right now, the very first time Eddie Murphy shows up on stage yeah. to test an act. Yeah. 
we're all going to know about it. Yeah. But, but I mean, Aziz's act was pretty, was you kept it under wraps. We didn't know a lot about Aziz's act and he did that for Unless a Unless you went to road. any of those shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like that same show that yeah. is on Netflix was in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I believe I in Montreal as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. 70% of us wish we lived somewhere else. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, 70% of us say that we, they, they, uh, according to a new survey. Like somewhere uh, else in the world? Somewhere else in a different part of the city or in a different oh. part of the world. They say 18% want to move further away than their own city. That's a big number. Dang. Now, pe- what people look for in their neighborhoods, when you ask somebody what the <laughs> ideal neighborhood has, what does your dream neighborhood have? Grocery stores is on the list. Yeah. Parks. Good schools, good restaurants, fast casual restaurants. So like when we're getting into this, we're like a Chipotle. Oh, okay. okay. They yeah. want that in the neighborhood. They want a farmer's market in the neighborhood. They want a library. They also want a big box store. They want bike lanes and paths and public transit. Now, ethnic and cultural diversity did not crack the top 10. So more people want a Chipotle and a Five Guys than they do ethnic and cultural diversity. I have a question. Yes, sir. Where does liquor store fall on that list anywhere because in my top five i would say at mm, least right. a, the lcbo or the beer store yeah in close proximity yeah i'm guessing like let's okay let, let's say that I this mean, is don't get me wrong <laughs> i'd be just as happy with the chipotle <laughs> the rosin mocha show podcast uh, Shailene Woodley says that she's hopeful for a season three of Big Little Lies. Oh my God, serious? So yeah, somebody uh, posted something, I think it was to Insta, where they said, hey Shailene, season three, Y or N, and then Shailene Woodley replied with, ha 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 ha, I hope so. So she would be into it. So Just need the yeah, rest of the five, we'll the moderate five. I don't know how you do it though. That season was just so great because I didn't know how they were going to get past season one and yeah. then they did with Meryl Streep and it was just so incredible. And I don't know what you do with season three because of the way that it ended. I guess, yeah, it, would just, two, I guess they, it would just all become about that. Yeah, probably. Sorry, season two. Because they wrapped up so much yeah. quickly. Uh, where are we here? Uh, R. Kelly's uh, crisis manager resigned after his interview with Gail King. So Gail King, who is crushing it uh, with everything she does in every interview she conducts for CBS This Morning. First, it was the actual R. Kelly interview, the Jesse Smollett interview. Then she sat down with R. Kelly's crisis manager. And after this interview, the man realized that he could no longer work with R. Kelly. Here's the clip that led to his resignation. You have a 20-something-year-old daughter. Would you allow her to be alone with, Absolutely R-, not. with R. Kelly? I wouldn't leave my daughter with anybody that's accused of pedophilia. So well, period. That doesn't seem like a contradiction to you. You're absolutely, sitting here absolutely, defending R. Kelly, but at the same time saying you wouldn't leave your own daughter with him. I wouldn't leave my daughter with anyone. Okay. I'm going to say it again. That's well, accused okay. of being a pedophile. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, man. Why to say that? <laughs> what, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? A VMA's racist was the hashtag yesterday. So the MTV VMAs released their list of nominees and BTS fans are none too happy. And rightfully so. So 
the nominations for the award show were announced, and Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift led the pack with 10 nominations each. Billie Eilish is up there. Little Nas X received nine and eight nominations. But despite having a massive, massively successful year over the last year, BTS uh, was only nominated in four categories, including Best Collaboration, Best Art Direction, Best Choreography, and the newest category, which is the K-pop category. Oh, wow. So not only were fans upset that the network excluded BTS, uh, from categories like Song of the Year, Video of the Year, and Best New Artist, they were additionally angered that the network established an entirely new category based on the band's ethnicity alone, which is their K-pop category. Mm. So it's a sort of a double shot to it's sort of a double shot to fans. I guess you could maybe make the argument that is K-pop a genre? Like you would have best rap album or best rock album or best alternative album. Like, can you argue that K-pop is its own genre, and therefore they're giving it its own category? Or is this what it seems like on the surface, which is they don't want their awards show to be taken over by BTS and BTS fans, so they've sort of mm. ghettoized K-pop by honoring I it could, in some weird backwards way by putting both. it in its own category. But like, what would be wrong with BTS just sweeping and winning in all the big major well, categories? That I have no answer for. Right? That I have no like, answer for. What's the difference for? between... BTS winning, let's say, Song of the Year, yeah, and Ariana Grande winning Song of the Year. I don't, still, I don't know. It's still like kind of. It's still. I view it still as like pop music. But you know, when you look at their, when you look at their chart success as well, and the like, I just, I mean. I'm blown away every time I see a video from one of these BTS shows where they're playing football stadiums. Yeah. And they're packed. Like, there's not one empty seat. 100,000 people. Yeah. Like, they're, they're crazy. They're crazy shows. So it's interesting. I don't know why MTV would do this. And I, and I, I like to think that their intentions were not malicious. But it, it, it's starting to really just not make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. It's weird. Have they said anything about it? MTV? No. They no. It's, it's weird. So I don't know. I don't. I don't actually know. But I'm happy that BTS is there. But it's also very weird that they've cre- now created this sort yeah. of subcategory for just K-pop. Now, if they were nominated like crazy in the K-pop category, but also for best new artist, song of the year, video of the year, all that other stuff, then you wouldn't have no problem with it, right? But they're not. Yeah. It'd be it's interesting weird. to see what MTV says about it. Because even at the Grammys, you could be nominated for album of the year and song of the year, and also best rap album. Yes, for sure. Right, but yeah. it's the fact that K-pop, the K-pop category, is where BTS leads, and they're not nominated in any of the categories. Yeah, weird, very weird. Do you I, want to hear some jerk who called nine one one about an Amber Alert? No. Yeah. It happened again. Well, this was from. Um, I'm not sure when it was. It might have been the, the previous Amber Alert, but I think now because everybody's trying to say that they want to find four days ago, they want to find people uh, for abusing nine one one for Amber Alerts. I think that now nine one one they've started to release some of these phone calls. It's very difficult to hear, but you can clearly say that hear the guy say uh, that it's BS. Listen, Mag emergency. Do you need police fire ambulance? No, I want to know uh, the child abduction, Sudbury. Mm-hmm. I want to know who the hell is sending these alerts out. What the, what right do you have to send an alert out to Niagara Falls? Wake me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, sir, okay. it's an Amber Alert for a child that's been abducted. I don't give a okay? Oh okay? I don't need well, to have coming on my phone from Sudbury, all right? I don't know. You your mind? have nothing to do with that, so... Well, I know. I'm not blaming you personally. You have to understand. Well, what would you like me to call to complain? Because this is bullshit. So It's never going to end. And I know this woman in Toronto has a petition and like a lot of people 
65,000 people signed the petition. Yeah. And I think it's great to for all of us who are sane, who know that it's not right to call 911 when we get the Amber Alert. No, you're right. Uh, but it's going to continue. I will, I, will say that, I will say this, though. And I am all for... I, listen, I... I, when I when we talk about because I think somebody misunderstood what we were saying the other day when we were talking about Amber Alerts. I am all for Amber Alerts. Mm-hmm. I am I am one of these people. It is a part of life, and if it was your kid, you would want everybody to know immediately. Okay, but I will say this: that you can start a petition to say should we find people who abuse nine one one calls for Amber Alerts, and it'll get how many signatures? Like sixty five thousand. I guarantee you. If somebody started a petition right now that said, should we be allowed to opt out of receiving Amber Alerts, it would receive more signatures than that. Oh, yeah, I think so. That's, I don't disagree how, with that. That's how terrible people are. I don't disagree right? with that because I've seen those tweets as well, yeah. just as much. I've seen those yeah. tweets from yeah. people saying we should have the option to opt out. God, but when you're like, when you're grown and you're sane and you don't call 911 over something, like you all know that. You yeah. all know to not call 911 over something it's like sad, that. It's sad, man. Uh, zombie eating is the new term huh? that is reserved for adults who eat a meal while staring at a screen, like some sort of zombie. And according to a new study, they say 88% of adults so-called zombie eat. So 88% of us eat while staring at some sort of screen. Mm. 49% of people say that they watch TV while eating on a regular basis. And uh, another 83% of people responded with saying that they've actually let food go cold while they deliberate what to watch. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. Me too. Last night. Last night. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. I was waiting on Catherine because I sit down and I'm like, I got my meal ready to go, everything else. And then I sit, I sit my ass, like my ass hits the couch and it's almost like a teeter totter where she shoots up off the other end of the couch (laughs) and then she goes into the kitchen to load the dishwasher and make a tea. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, because there's so many options, That's what happens. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, before we get to uh, Ask Roz and Mocha, I want to read to you two reviews we got um, recently on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this is where you can leave your rating and or review, and it could quite possibly end up on a future episode of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Caitlin F. writes with five stars. Thank you very much for that, by the way, Caitlin. Uh, I've been listening to the Roz and Mocha Show since 2009, and they continue to be my favorite radio show year after year. Since changing to a later shift at work, I haven't been able to listen to the show during my drive in. So the podcast helps me get my rosin mocha fix. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. So thank you, Caitlin. And then Mama Melissa writes this five stars subject line. Love me some rosin mocha. I'm a regular listener. And this podcast is the best addition to my day. Currently road tripping to the U.S. And this podcast is my saving grace. So Mama Melissa, much love to you. Safe travels. And thank you very much again. Apple Podcasts is where you can leave your rating and or review. All right, we'll get to some questions here. Uh, these are all compiled from Instagram. At Kiss925 is where we post them, and we'll invite one of you to ask your question to us on the podcast, like we've invited Rachel. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you today? Awesome. Where I'm you- so excited to be talking to you guys. We're excited to have you on the podcast. Where do you listen from? Um, I am in Orangeville. Okay, Orangeville, Ontario. 
Here we go. Yep. What's your question? So just to give a, good, a bit of context to the question, uh, my fiancé and I love to roast each other, uh, like to make each other laugh. Yeah. So my question to you guys is, is there something that you each do with your respective partners that kind of keeps your relationship fun? Oh, God. The, like, I have a long list of things. But uh, give us an <laughs> example of the roasts. Like, how 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 roasty do you and your guy get? Uh, it can get pretty savage sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's what, was the last thing? It's, what was the last thing that you said to him that you could remember? Oh, man. It's kind of hard when it's taken out of contact. <laughs> I was... <laughs> but now you got to say, yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is actually him to me. I'm kind of a clumsy person, yeah. so he likes to just... Like, I, I spill food, drinks, everything on myself all the time. Um, and yesterday we uh, got a little bit of Popeye's chicken for dinner. Mm. I had a, a dip <laughs> sitting on my lap and I just slightly moved my leg in the wrong way. The dip went off my leg onto the bed, onto the sheets. He was like, Oh my God. Well, you know what? That's fine. That's your mess. You now have to sleep in your mess. <laughs> he was refusing to change the sheets. And I was like, no, 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 we're oh, changing. Wow. Sheets. Hold on, you, you eating Popeye's chicken in bed? Yeah. I would say yeah. that I would say that that's the fun thing that you guys do to keep your relationship intact. I love any couple that eats fried chicken in bed together. Right? Yeah. Wait, so did you have to sleep in the sauce? No, no. I was like, no, we are changing these sheets. Absolutely not. Wow. But that was his, I guess, sort of punishment for me yeah. was that you need to like almost like rubbing a dog's face in there. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Mess, right? Can I ask you a question? You yeah. don't. Ha- you don't have to answer this. But I, okay. I, need, I need to, what do you wear when you're eating Popeye's chicken in bed? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know if there's like a specific attire. It's what just, were it you whatever wearing? Whatever I was wearing at the time. I was just wearing my jeans and t-shirt. Oh, you're clothed. Oh yeah. Oh, this is not like bedtime Popeye's. <laughs> not this time. Oh, okay. But there has been in the okay. past, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, okay. you got to get comfy sometimes. Yeah. Is Popeye's yeah. that good? Oh yeah. yeah, I've never had it. Oh you, my god, you never, oh, dude, you would love it. No. What's your uh, what's your go to at Popeyes, Rachel? Um, I usually get the chicken tenders. This time around, I tried the nuggets. Yeah, do not recommend. Let oh, me tell no, you, no. I yeah. love the That's my go to. Yeah. are the uh, the chicken tenders from Popeyes. Yeah, I love that so combo. Good. Mm, so, good. so good, better than Jack Astor's or no? Uh, no, Jack Astor's chicken fingers I are, find are, the, are yeah. the absolute best. Yeah, that's like tippy top number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Popeyes chicken though, um, chicken tenders, mm, delicious. So what do we do? So uh, your question was: Are there anything that we do that fun that uh, like do we do anything with each other, sort of playful jabs or whatever that sort of keep the relationship fun? Um, I've said this before, which is if I'm at home and I, and during the day, I'm not at home. Like we, I don't have a lot of family time. So I got home like last night at quarter to seven yeah. and then I probably went to bed last night at about quarter to 11. So how many hours is that Maureen? Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give or give or take. Uh-huh. Uh, and I would say that in that time, Catherine and I probably high fived at least I'm going to say 10 times. Oh, that's so nice. Right? And just every time we pass each other in the house, we high five. 
Like every time we're doing, every time we're doing anything, we high five. Even if we kiss, we'll end it with like a high five. Yeah. Right. Like we just, we're always, we're always high fiving. Um, and then the other thing that I do is that if she's in the, in the kitchen, maybe I shouldn't say this. If she's in the kitchen and she's standing there because Catherine wears a lot of like moo's, right? Like a sure. lot of flowy, very <laughs> thin fabric dresses. Yeah. Right. Um, I will like, I'll, walk by her and I'll take my, my hand or my finger and I run it parallel to her body and I just run it across one butt cheek to the next butt cheek. <laughs> right. So it's almost like I, it's almost like it's a xylophone and I just yeah. like, I'm making it, making a sound on yeah. it. Right. Like I just, I, I hit her butt cheeks and with me, anytime I bend down to do anything, if I bend down in the house, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm doing anything it is only a matter of time before she finds something close to her that's small, like a dime or a bobby pin or a cheesy or something, and tries to throw it in, in my butt crack that, that pokes out from the bottom of my of my pants. And if she gets it in, she celebrates like she's just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like uh, we do, we do a lot of that stuff, but a lot of our stuff is touchy feely because we're very touchy feely people. I would say the same thing in our, yeah. in our house. I think, you know, anytime, uh, Jenna is in another part of the room or part of the house, I will every now and then walk by and I give her a slap on the ass. Yeah. Right. Um, what else do we do? Even when she's pregnant? Even while she's pregnant. Yeah. 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 yeah that's how pregnancies happen, by the way. That's uh, how they start. <laughs> <laughs> uh kissing we kiss a lot yeah yeah i would say we kiss like a lot a lot yeah little jabs here and there jokingly yeah um much like you rachel uh, yep. that's all I can think of yeah. really right Maury. Maury okay so a couple of things one we jo joke about divorce a lot right you know like if yeah. I'm not doing that's something healthy. be like, <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. like well my next man will do that wow. you know that kind of stuff we'll joke Whoa. or you pull up <laughs> you say wow. my next man will do that he says that wow. he'd be like well I'll just go find a man that can do that then wow. and I'll be like okay good luck with but that but at what point do you start believing like when you, when you hear that enough times at home yeah like you have to 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 at some point start to think that maybe you're on the clock. Well, sure. I know that Matthew has a really hard time with making decisions, so yeah. I know that I have at least a few more years before he makes a decision. <laughs> wow. I don't know. He seems to make a lot of decisions yeah. that affect your yeah. life. But on a, yeah. on a good note, well, like I'll often come into the kitchen and I'll you know give him like no matter what day of the week it is, we'll always do Sunday hug. Or I'll just go up to him and go, mm. Did you just say no matter what day of the week it is, you'll do Sunday hug? Yeah. What does just, that mean? Like, because, you know, <laughs> usually Sunday morning we'll get up and if he's making me breakfast, I'll go Sunday hug and we have to hug each other. Right. And so even if it's Tuesday and he's cooking, I'll be like, Sunday hug. You don't do that. So, you guys hug once a week. No, why don't you just say, <laughs> no, you don't. why don't you just say that you hug each other? Yeah. But I have, but it's I always say, hug. but I verbally say Sunday hug. So once a year you hug each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I have, our, we have our mating call, which is, mm. So that's I guess used once every <laughs> it's like a leap year. Yeah. So once every four years. Yeah. When's the last time you did the mating call? Uh, I guess a couple of months ago. Give us a situation of when would that come out? When would the mating call oh, come out? Oh, if he's out? doing like, uh, dishes or something, or if he's on the, you know, sometimes if he's in the bathroom. That's what does it for, in. in the oh. bathroom? Like if he's putting on a mask or oh. something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I was in the toilet just like sitting there and the door closed and all I heard from the other side was, mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that I would feel the least sexy that I had ever oh, yeah. felt in my in my life. Uh, I, but I, I will say, how long have you and your guy been together? Uh, in September, it'll be five years. There you go. Oh, nice. So you guys are at the point too. The thing that I love about a long-term relationship is that you no longer, ha- not everything has to be precious. And uh, I've done it a couple of times over the last little while, which is we'll be sitting on the couch and it'll be hot or it'll be whatever, or I will have just got home or I'm about to get it. Whatever. And so Catherine will always just grab a pillow and throw it on my lap and put her head on my lap, right? But we're at the point now where if I see her about to do that, she will be in mid and I will just go, no, <laughs> because she's hot yeah, and I'm hot and I can't deal with that. But she likes to be hot all the time. So I'm like, you can't put your legs on me. Your legs are a thousand degrees right now. Yeah. Like, get them off me. I need my space. See, when I put my head on Matthew's lap, he always goes, I don't want weight on me. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, everything about you is weight on Matthew. <laughs> your whole relationship yes. is on his shoulders. <laughs> Hey, Rachel, we appreciate you uh, asking your question and, of course, reaching out on on Instagram uh, to us as well. And most importantly, appreciate the fact that you listen. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to you guys the whole 10 years. Oh, nice. It's amazing. You're the best. We love you lots. Take care, Rachel. (laughs) You guys are awesome. You too. Bye-bye. God, I want some Popeye's chicken now. I know, right? Um, Okay. Alan asks, Roz Mocha, damn it, Maury, what are your favorite and least favorite smells? Your favorite and least favorite smells. Uh, Favorite is vanilla. 100%. 100%. Oh, and and I'm, I'm not going to go with like something weird like asphalt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an actual smell that some people enjoy. So I would say vanilla is my favorite scent. My least favorite, and this is sort of a bone of contention in the house because it's Catherine's favorite. Mm. It's my least favorite. I despise, despise the smell of lavender. Oh, really? Hey, can't stand lavender. Damn, I don't mind lavender. Yeah, but um, also lemon. I love like like, es- yes. like lemon essence I love. That's uh, what I was going to say. Yeah. Anything citrus yeah. would be uh, my favorite. Um, uh, my least favorite. Like, do you like incense? Yeah, I yeah. do, actually. Yeah, you don't mind incense? Yeah, yeah. There's, some, there's some I don't mind. Um, maybe like, like black licorice kind of smells. Sure. That's your least or most? Least. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Maury? I love the smell of lavender. Really? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No. And I love the smell of patchouli. And I have this candle. Ew. It's kind oh, of like. Patchouli's so gross. This, patchouli smells like feet, yeah, like dirty feet. I don't oh, like I it. love it. I have yeah. patchouli soap. And I have this candle that's like um, lavender and tobacco, I think it is. Or. Yeah. or um, sandalwood and tobacco. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I love I that made smell. you a candle, didn't I? Yeah. Did you ever light it? No, no. It's in, it's um on the windowsill in the uh, living room. Why did you I, ever light it? Because I don't want it to the smell to go away. Oh, uh, can you smell it when you walk? You can yeah. still smell it, yeah, right? It's got a percent. great throw. The I candle love that. I made. I made this one round of candles where yeah. the throw scent was incredible. Like you could, you don't even need to light it. Like you just put that in the room mm-hmm. and it I just. I know you made candles. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Catherine, me, Catherine, and Roxy made. Candles. We figured it out. Well, we were just like, what do we want to do? It was a winter. It was a rough winter, like two two winters. Ago, and we just decided that uh, Catherine had a friend who was making candles, and she got Catherine got really into it. And then I, of course, became obsessive about it, and I bought all this stuff. I was going on, uh, um, uh, what's the what's the 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 Chinese um, Amazon? What's that called? 
Chinese Amazon. Yeah, what's that big thing? The big marketplace. It's worth more than Amazon. Oh, what's that thing oh, called? Um, Alibaba. Ali, yeah, I'm going on Alibaba wow. and I'm buying all like the you know the canister that that's in, like the yeah. glass. It's milk glass, is what it's called. And I wanted a very specific size and a very specific depth. And I bought the boxes that go with it. Like I bought all this stuff on yeah. Alibaba. Bought all the tools. We have hot plates. We have the buckets. I have bags and bags of um, wax at home. And uh, because I just, we love making candles. So every now and then we'll just bust it all out and we'll make a full round of like 30, 40 candles. Really? Yeah, yeah, Damn. it's awesome. Least it's favorite awesome. Smell is, least favorite smell is sweaty butt. Well, no, I think that's everybody's least favorite like, yeah. smell. It's like the gym no, or no, something. Give us, no, like, give how us, give often us, are you smelling somebody's butt? It's his own. No, like, your own no, ass stinks at, at the gym or in Soul Cycle, if somebody's right in front of you and their butt's in your face. Yeah, but no, give us, give I us. I don't know, man. Nobody's butt smells that bad okay. that, like, a couple feet away, you yeah. can smell it. Come on, man. And I also hate the smell of body odor. Oh, yeah, but give us a smell that some people like. Like I said, lavender. Oh, okay. The uh, okay, the smell that some people like that sure, I don't like. Yeah, um, asparagus pee. No, Maury, nobody likes that. Like a scent. Okay, a scent. Like what is something that has a scent that you don't like? Well, there are certain colognes that I can't okay. Like scent. here, I'll give you. I'll give you yeah, an example. Yeah. I love the smell of garlic on my fingers. Oh, some people hate that smell. Oh, I absolutely love that smell. Yeah, so something like that. I absolutely love that smell. I can't smell, I don't really I like- imagine with that nose, you must have to love most smells though, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> everything is just overpowering. I'm not a big fan of the smell of barbecue, like as really? it's happening. Really? Yeah, I don't like, like, like charcoal and I propane don't like that. and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, that's yeah, a good one. There, there you go. go. I love, some people love that. I yeah. love the smell of, of fresh cut grass. Oh. That's a nice Right? One. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like the smell of a pool. The See, smell I of can't. A pool is great. I hate yeah. that smell. You do. I can't. Like the chlorine smell. Yeah. No, thank you. I, I love, love the smell of the vent on the outside of the house when the dryer's going. Oh, There's a hotel I walk you, by downtown Toronto you. that has a vent and it's always laundry. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's great. That's a good one. The, yeah. dry, the dry vent outside is a good <laughs> That's one. So weird. That's so oh. weird. Sometimes if the dryer's going, oh, if it's a nice day, yeah. I'll just walk outside and stand there for like yeah. 10, 15 seconds. The smell of chestnut, uh, chestnuts roasting. Chestnuts? <laughs> That was a chosnut. <laughs> All right. It's a great question. I like talking. I got some on my eye, man. I like talking about smells. Everybody's got opinions about smells. Um, Tori asks this question. Yeah. What would be the theme song for your life? Oh, God. The theme song? Who knows? <sighs> I'm bad at these. You guys can go ahead with this one. Oh, my God. Monka, go ahead. Maybe Shots by LMFAO. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yep. Anything by agree. Lil John. Yeah. Turn Down for What? There. there right there. Yeah. Turn Down for What is my theme song. Yeah. Maury. Okay, True Colors by Cindy Lauper. Oh, wow. And no. True no, absolutely colors. not. That can't oh, be your song. Oh, how about uh, Because you lie so much. That song, about things. I Want Your Money. Do, 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 do. Come on, give me your money. Do, 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 do. I want money. Do, do, do. Oh, money. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> what about a song about being broke? Yeah. Is there like, one? That, I don't think anyone's done one. That should be your song. <laughs> Do you have a, if there was a theme nah, song to your life? I, I, don't, I don't care enough about music. I mean, oh, I, wow. I like, like I, I do, but I've never thought of like this would be my theme song. When I was in college. Um, what about Right Said Fred and I'm Too Sexy? No. When I was in college, uh, there was a guy I lived in, uh, in like residence. I lived on campus and there was a guy across the hall from me. And he had like a theme song. 
Okay. Right, but he was always high. Like this guy was high all the time, and he had one of those little tape recorders, right? Yeah. And everybody just because we all just everybody just smoked cigarettes and drank, and then every, so all of everybody's doors were just open, and you'd go to one guy's room because he had uh, a Sega Genesis, and then you'd go to another guy's room because he had a computer, and then you go to somebody else's room because their dad paid for cable, yeah. and also everybody's doors were just always open, sure. right? And this guy who lived across the hall from me had a theme song. And what he would do is he had this little tape recorder and he would walk down the hall. And anytime before he went into somebody's room, he would literally get down on the floor, hit play, put it in the room. And then like with his arm, he would slide it in, right? Yeah. Slide it in. And then he would stand up and then walk into the room as the song was get playing. Out yeah, of here. yeah. He always, yeah. He would play, <laughs> he would play his theme song. His own entrance he would music? Play his like own he, entrance like music. He was a wrestler? Thank you. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was more wrestler entrance than theme song now that uh, now that oh I think back my to it. God. But also, he was so high all the time. <laughs> College was weird. Um, okay, let's see here. Kunath asks, what is one thing you refuse to share with your spouse? Oh, password. <laughs> wow. wow. What more he does during the day. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. The list is long, my friend. What do I refuse to share? That's... How much debt more he's in? You would never tell Matthew that. No. I'm wondering if there is anything that I refuse to share. Oh, there's... No, but even even refuse, because refuse is a weird one. If you ask me of the things that I have not shared, yes, there are. There are things from my past that I have not shared with Catherine. But if she asked, would I refuse? No. Right. I wouldn't refuse to share something. Clothing. Uh, but um, I don't refuse, refuse to share clothing. Catherine can wear my stuff whenever she wants to. Mm. I have um, no problem with that. I think my like immediate thought would be toothbrush. But if Jenna really needed my toothbrush, yeah. I'm not going to be a jackass and be like, no, you can't use my toothbrush. No, we, uh, see, we I won't have... share toothbrush. We won't share soap. We won't. When we travel, we have to bring two bars of soap. Uh, see, I have no... Are you serious? Yeah. You won't share soap? We won't share soap. Why? Like, they were doing construction recently in our condo, and if you looked in the bath that we shared, yeah. it, there was two bars of soap, and I had to shower first so that Matthew would then clean the bathtub and put his bar of soap. Uh Hold wow. on, Matthew cleans the bathtub after you shower? Yes. For him to shower? Because my bare feet touch the bath. Right. Wow. Does he expect you to shower in socks? No, he, I can use it, but he'll clean yeah. it after. Wow, man. Damn. I'm, Damn. I'm, really, like, I'm so, I'm surprised you guys don't have a hole in the wall for when you want to <laughs> be intimate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so wild. Wow. <laughs> like the bathroom door. You know what I mean? Like you just, you take the knob, take the bathroom door, door handle off, <laughs> and that just provides the barrier that Matthew needs in order to be intimate. And when you're done, you just put that thing back on. <laughs> right? Like no drilling, no drilling involved. Uh, yeah, I know there's things from my past that uh, that I, I have not shared, but I, I, I wouldn't refuse to. I wouldn't refuse to share, I don't think, no. Uh, we'll end on this one. Deborah asks, this is specifically for you, Ross, because you oh. had mentioned one time that you used to drink 15 cups of yeah, coffee about a that. day. Yeah. Um, is Ross brand loyal or nah? Oh, interesting. No, no, not at all. Just coffee's coffee. Yeah, uh, no, no, there are coffees that I don't like. Yeah. But most coffees I'm fine with because I just throw a little milk in it and then and go. Um, I Depending on the time of day, I like Starbucks. Yeah. Really like it. Uh, to me, McDonald's coffee is my favorite right now. McDonald's coffee is great. And it has been for a little while. But like if I'm at the office, like when I used to be at the office, you would go to the, the kitchenette 
And sure. they would have those packages from God knows where that they buy them, 1600 at a time. And then somebody <laughs> just throws it in the thing. And I would just drink that all day. Like, yeah. no, am I, am I brand loyal? No, I've never, I've never turned down a cup of coffee um, based on where the coffee, coffee came from. Right. But I have chosen to not go to certain places because I don't like their coffee. Is that it? That's it. Wow. Um, every week you'll see on Instagram at kiss925, we will post a picture that reads Ask Roz and Mocha. That's where you ask your question, and uh, we'll invite one of you to join us on a future episode of the podcast. Don't forget, rate and review, and uh, we're going to start reading uh, more reviews on future episodes of our podcast as well, and share with your friends. So thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Kiss92.5.com or download the Kiss92.5 app.